You are now listening to the Fanville Hockey Podcast, your one-stop source for everything NHL. Follow along as the Fanville crew talk about the biggest highlights and stories from the past week in the NHL. It's now time to drop the puck with your host, Tyler Brooks. <clears throat> Dang, what the dog doing? What the dog doing? It's first Dang, thing you hear. All right. Hello and welcome to the 38th episode of the Fanville Hockey Podcast. We're off and running. We've well, we've been walking miles and miles in the Mall of America because we are in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, you playing. It's uh right now it's uh, January 2nd. So yesterday was a blast. Uh, right now, yeah, it's uh, January 2nd, Sunday night, 7:30, and it's been sub-zero the entire time we've been here. Basic, yeah. basically. You walk outside. And within five seconds or three breaths, your nose like you're, is you're solid. <laughs> the inside of your nose. The, the hair's in there. just feels like not. ice. We walked a nine-minute walk last <laughs> night. <coughs> Worst walk I've ever taken in my life. First the way off, back wasn't that bad. Freezing I was wasn't pregnant. even that bad. Your beer, Our beards, we all have beards, obviously, frozen. Yep. We took a longer walk, though. Got some pictures on Instagram. You can see the beard. At least my beard. You can see our mask freezing up. That's how cold it was. So I'm your host, Tyler, joined by co-host and producer, Evan, and our other co-host, Dakota. How are you guys doing? I guess I, you guys We've already, already, answered you that. already said it, but like... Yeah, I'm glad to be in this, this heated hotel room. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be God. indoors right now. <laughs> About to go back out, but for now, we're in heated indoors, and during the heat, and yeah. feeling real nice. Outside of hockey, I'm going to ask you guys, how do you like the state of hockey? Well, I'll tell you one thing I don't like about it. Their merchandise sales uh, for the Minnesota Wild is pretty poor. We've gone to multiple oh. stores, and there's no oh. Minnesota Wild merch. Like, there is. Everybody bought it up. Yeah. But it's like there's no I Winter that, Classics. Stuff. I hope that's the reason. It's just sold out. Everybody bought that stuff up, man. Mm-hmm. We, we wanted some. I got a... The state itself, I actually like. Yeah. Like, I like... Like, we... Like, today, we went to Dick's Sporting Goods. Random guy just came up to us, talking to us. For like 30 we minutes. Talk, no, bro. It was like an hour almost. Uh, like an hour. We talked to well, an hour about all types of stuff, hockey-related. Well, you know how they have the little putt-putt in dicks? We were doing that, so it felt like 30 minutes. Yeah. But it was an hour, I guess. Made one with the side of my putter, just saying. Yeah, it was For the first sure. one we, we made. He just chipped off the side of his I was really putter. hoping nobody else was going to make one. No, we, we made, made a few. Yeah. I made like two or three. Time made two or three. Yeah, I made it. Took least an three. hour though. Y'all didn't hit his trick. Yeah, shot, yeah. The guy was like, "Have you guys made one yet?" I'm like, yeah, a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you know, some people make every single one. Yeah. Well, we were going pretty far, I think, and it's very. Yeah, we were probably about 15 feet, which is not a lot. Actually, <laughs> it's not a lot, but it's a lot for dicks. <laughs> 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 um. So yeah. Well, so basically, how this episode is going to work is we're going to fly through part one, and we have a long junk drawer for you, and then we're going to go into an interview. So this will actually be a pretty good episode for you guys. Yeah. So, so no it, games. And it's been two weeks since we've done yeah. one of these because we had the uh, holiday break, the extended holiday break. Fuck that. <sighs> oh, boy. Let's just get into the NHL news. I haven't talked about the whole entire NHL in a while. So all Canadian teams have had some type of capacity decrease due to the uh, venues. The NHL postponed all games from December 23rd to December 27th. And the 27th was because uh, they wanted to be able to properly get COVID tests, like, 
I guess, analyzed because the end was supposed to be the 26th, but like, let's give another day just so we know who's positive, who's negative. You know, just have that one day buffer. A lot of people were not happy that they put push it back one more day. But uh, yeah, it's over now. Minnesota, they've extended head coach Dean Evison and the rest of his coaching staff to multi-year deals. Boston Bruins forward Zach Sinishin, sorry, uh, has requested a trade. That is the second Boston player this year to request a trade from the team because he believes he's able to get more minutes, be able to be a more productive player, but he's having a limited role. The John Doe 2 lawsuit against the Hawks, uh, the Blackhawks, Chicago Blackhawks, it was dismissed in court last Wednesday. We don't know if there's been settlements, if the case kind of collapsed. We don't know what happened. We don't know the end result, but it was dismissed in court. Uh, confidentially, they said. The 2022 NHL Winter Classic, where St. Louis took on Minnesota, was the coldest NHL game in history. Yay. We fucking know it. Yeah, we know it. We know it. The attendance <laughs> was a sellout. 38,619. Pretty good. Yeah, so coldest yeah. NHL game, third coldest North American game. Looking back at footage of like the 2014 Winter Classic and the two th- 2003 uh, Heritage C- Classic, whereas uh, Toronto, Detroit in 2014 and Montreal, Edmonton in 2003, those look fucking cold. Those look cold. Mm-hmm. Mainly because, probably because of the snow. Thank God there was no snow last night. We I think it would have been awful. Oh, my Lord. Wind w- if it would have had like a five mile per hour wind, which is nothing, Daggers. I think we would have died. Daggers. I I was securely bundled up. I looked like a, a sumo wrestler. Yeah. Both both did. We Yeah. We were punching we were, each other. Yeah, we were punching each other. We were like, oh, I don't Kinda feel hard. I don't feel a thing, but the temperature was like, you'll feel this. <laughs> Put on toe warmers. As soon as you walked outside, these toe warmers didn't feel like anything. But there it goes. Now, yeah. hand warmers were pretty good. but I didn't use hand warmers. But you guys had face masks. I didn't wear one. Yeah, I didn't and, really and it looked, it. I just kind of wanted it. It looked like you didn't wear one. Yeah, it looked like I didn't wear one. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll extend on this in our junk drawer. 85 players, 12 coaches and staff, and zero refs are on the NHL COVID protocol list right now. So we've been seeing a decrease. Pretty good. Pretty good. Also, uh, along with COVID, the CDC has changed protocols just in general, like saying normal quarantine period is reduced from 10 days to five days. And the NHL, not right away, but soon after, they're like, you know, let's do that too. So five-day quarantine period now. As long as there's, you know, continually negative testing throughout, no symptoms and all. So, yeah, less of a quarantine time now. Also, has some milestones. Philadelphia forward Claude Giroux recorded his 600th NHL assist. And I got the non-NHL news. The World Juniors have been canceled to canceled due to COVID-19 problems where four players tested positive for COVID. So that's really unfortunate. I was really looking forward to. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was like four yeah. or five. Four, yeah. four players tested positive. They shut down the whole entire. Yeah, team. I don't like, understand. First that. off, there was a thing that I read that 
they all signed a contract saying that if one player got COVID, they're shutting the whole thing down. Bruh. Why would you spend so much money to fly all these kids and to Canada to shut it down? Also, flip side of it, why does Canada get to have it? I know that they have both have it last year, and then obviously the COVID thing, you know, and all that. So they were going to give it again. Canada is one of the most uptight places. Strict yeah. places. Why would you give it to them? And then one person. And... The thing the and players it was on Team USA, by the, the way. players were really upset because it's like okay yeah so a player got one well big shock we had they had no bubble no yeah. bubble they had a hotel with other people in it uh, they, there was a there was a wedding party at the hotel they're, they're mm-hmm. just in contact with other people it's like if you're gonna say one player's got it and you're gonna shut down the team do a bubble then you can't risk that like it's like oh well if you get COVID then blah, blah. You're done. It's like, okay, then uh, put us away. No, no, you can be with other people. It's like, come on, dude. You're asking for it to be shut down. Well, how their thing worked is, like I said, the one person in the rules for this year, it said if one person had it, they're shutting the whole thing down. Once again, doesn't well, make sense. not the juniors, just the team. Like, the whole team is on COVID protocol no. list. No, not that. They, because they had, they, you know, they had one. Another they, dumb they had, thing. They had teams that won one nothing because of forfeits. Yeah, because of forfeits. It was, another it dumb thing. Another dumb thing was... That they did the, uh, well, a the forfeits, that was dumb. Yeah, yeah, sw- yeah someone beat USA one nothing. So call 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 that an upset. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, like who saw that coming? But <laughs> I don't know. It was just, I think they did it wrong, and obviously the players are are mad. And some of them, that was their last opportunity. It's oh, like yeah. how the NHL players are mad about the Olympics. Is there is there a way to showcase themselves and? That chance is gone. Like there's only a, there's a certain time frame you can do that, and it's gone. Yeah. And then, just like Evan said, the NHL announced that they will not send their players to the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. And we've seen a lot of talks lately. Players are pissed, real pissed off. You know, they've been they've been publicly saying. Marshan's been really pissed off. Yeah, Mar- yeah. Marshan especially, and recently today. There have been rumors, rumors, nothing uh, official, but rumors that some players were considering officially retiring, play the the Olympics, and then once they're done with that, they re-sign with a team. So probably like next season or something like that. I don't know what the rules are. There's a loophole there because like you think like Mario Lemieux, he retired. He has his banner up in Pittsburgh. He's like, you know what? I'm coming back. They, they lowered the banner like, all right, you're, you're coming back. You can wear 66 again, I guess. You are the owner. He's retired. <laughs> so, yeah, the players are considering that. There is a loophole. My question on uh, Olympic-style games. Okay. okay. I'm g- asking both of you. So that I'm going to basically just put the, the, the three tournaments, the Olympics, the World Juniors, and then the World Cup, or like how they – Divide up into their countries, you know, uh-huh. or hockey at least. World Cup's not quite like yeah, but that. Still, you're like going Team USA. Europe. Yeah, but it's the same thing though. But like, yeah. So anyway, do you find those games more or less entertaining than NHL games? Personally, because like, would you rather watch the Olympics for two weeks, or would you rather watch the NHL for two weeks? I'll watch. It's or the World Junior for two weeks, or the S- NHL for two weeks. Sadly, I have to say I like. I don't know, it's not sadly. Personally, I like the 
NHL more. It's more entertaining. You know, you're getting the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Where well, the Olympics, you're really getting the best of the best of the country. Yeah, and you know, some some games you're like, yeah, that's gonna be a bad game. That's gonna be like mm-hmm. eight nothing. So it's like there's there's a lopsided there, but it's it's good for you know other teams. You know, they might not be like top tier like you know Canada you know yeah like team Germany you know they're, they're coming on the rise I'm very interested in seeing how they develop in the next few Olympics really see how because they're, they're going to shoot up for sure dry saddles help them out a lot and so that that's interesting to keep an eye on but just NHL you know I sadly I just view those tournaments you know like juniors Olympics World Cup I view that I have like the same mentality with basketball because I don't watch a lot of basketball, and that these tournaments they don't happen too much. And I'll watch like the first game or whatever, but then it's like the middle, all in the middle. You know, if if it's on and I'm not doing anything, I'll turn it on. I'm not gonna be like I gotta watch this, but I'll watch like the 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 medal games, you know, bronze and gold. I watch those, but uh, it's like it's like with basketball, you know, I'll watch the NBA finals. That's basically it. I will say I do like watching the NHL more just because there's hitting and stuff like that. And it's in the Olympics, there's no hitting, right? Well, there's hitting. There's it's, hitting. it's not, you're not like spread out. The yeah, you're not. Bigger ice rink. Yeah. No, well, the World Juniors and the World Cup are small. The only thing that has bigger ice is every other league but the NHL and the actual Olympics. Yeah. The Olympics have huge ice. The NHL is the smallest, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I do really like the Olympics, and I really like the World Cup. Like, when they did Team North America, that was so cool. When they did, wasn't it like 25 and under? Yeah. Well, that was awesome. North, North yeah. America. So People didn't like that. I liked it. it people, awesome. I know, but people outside of North America didn't like that. When is they doing – when are they doing the World Cup? Well, they might. They're thinking about doing it this year because they're not doing the – Olympics. Because the NHL controls the World Cup. And they can make it to where it's – they don't Basically, have. They're gonna make it like the NHL. There's not a lot of them. If they do it, they should make it a bubble. If they're gonna do, like Dakota, very strict rules, ru- it, the World Cup's run by the NHL, so they're just gonna have the NHL policies, and everyone's just gonna change teams. They're if, it, if, teams it was, if it was held in Toronto, and because no, can't, there's no way. It, if that's the key word, if if it was held in Toronto, you know, you might get more like governmental. You know, uh, standards. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but you know. And yeah, if it was like anywhere in Canada, really, it's like you you might have to have a bubble just because you know you get some cases. Well, that's just so much more work. Just if put you, it in the United States, it's an if. If you get cases, they're not gonna do it. It's an if. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know they're not gonna do it, but if, then. Damn, you saying if a lot. Yeah, I'm saying if, and he's like, well, they're not going to do it. It's like, no, no well, they're shit. Not, I'm saying because if. Canada's the one that has all the problems, but they're going to put it where in some place like here, Minnesota, or they're okay. going to put it in Vegas yeah. or New York or Boston where hockey is like the thing. Okay. Because then they're going to get the, the sellouts. They're not going to put it in Arizona. Okay, I'm going to extend on this. Okay, you got to pick one spot. You just listed like a bunch. Okay, then it's going to Boston, Massachusetts. We have one spot for World Cup. Where are you putting it? Put it in Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. There, I don't think they'd put it here because they just gave them the Winter Classic. Yeah, 
that's not, but I'm saying I, I put it somewhere. I put it here. Well, uh, yeah, I'd put it here too, but I, I, the reason I'm saying no is because they just had the Winter Classic. I'm a sucker for the state of New York, so maybe one of those three. But and if Buffalo, I'm Buffalo, I think we have a good chance. Yeah, if I'm gonna pick one, Buffalo. I'm a sucker for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. No, it's something. not even that. It's just the fact that it's a big hockey town. Yeah, yeah and if, can, if Canada Canada wants to go to stuff like that, yeah, they can. It's, they, it's too an far. easy trip for them. Yeah. Buffalo is the only U.S. team to do the Canadian anthem every single well, game because half their fans are yeah. Canadian. How is Canada tra- like? I know Canada is strict right now. Can you Super. travel to the U.S. and then travel back? Yeah, you have to do a two week quarantine. If you go into Canada, or yeah, as like Yikes. a civilian, yeah. If we were to go, to, say, if we left here and travel like four or five miles north, <coughs> we would have to sit in a hotel room for two weeks before we can even go outside and do something strict. And a lot of yeah, the NHL got. I I bet you they had to fight tooth and nail to get that. Like, come on, let's let's get the teams into Canada. Come on. I bet I bet you that was a hard. Oh yeah, they have different. They have different visas right now. That was a hard one. Or passports, right. not visas. The OHL is set to reinstate Logan Malu. That's interesting. That's interesting. I don't. Yeah. Yep, and that's all I have to say about that. And then there were no fines or suspensions the past two weeks, which is well, there there <laughs> there, there weren't that many there, games. There were there were. <laughs> I would hope not, man. <laughs> there was one today announced. I may as well say it. Uh, who was it? Fuck. Florida forward Sam, Sam Bennett, Bennett was yeah. suspended three games for what did he even do? I forgot. He illegal crust oh, uh, illegal right. check that's to the right, head. That's right, yeah. Illegal check to the head to Montreal player Cedric Puckett. So yeah. There's a three gamer right there. So we did have a suspension. It was just announced like an hour ago. Yeah, it was pretty recent. And then we got some notable injuries. Boston defenseman Jakob Zaboro. Is knee surgery for a torn ACL, and he's out for the season. That's really unfortunate. And Seattle, Brandon Tanov tore his ACL, so he's out for the season. So that's tough. He's a fan, yeah. fan favorite. He's so, he's so fun to watch. Vegas Golden Knights Max Pacioretty is wrist, and he's out indefinitely. Th- so yeah, one thing that we didn't mention. What? Tell the story about the the lady in Vancouver, or the lady in Seattle that, about the oh guy my in gosh. Vancouver. Okay, yeah. So oh, I forgot about this. This is a major wholesome hockey story. Yeah, it has I nothing, mean, this, this nothing to do with the NHL, but well, well it, it, does, it does. It does, but it does because it happened there. But like, this is just a good story in general. It doesn't even have. It doesn't apply just to NHL fans. It's just everyone. Everyone has to hear this. So uh, the home opener, the the just the fucking hell franchise opener for Seattle, uh, against Vancouver. There was a fan behind the Vancouver Canucks bench, a Seattle fan, and she saw one of the equip- equipment staff. He had a mole on his neck, like on the back back of the neck, and she was able to write a message on her phone. She banged on the glass. She showed him her phone, saying that hey, your that mole is a cancer mole. So it stuck with him. He was like, oh gosh, well like maybe she's right. So he had it checked out. Turns out she was right. He had cancer. Doctors immediately worked on it, got it removed. He is cancer-free. And he and the Vancouver Canucks went on a search for this fan. And just recently they found her, thanks to you know other people reaching out, like, like oh, we'll, 
trying to figure out who that well, is. Well, I'll tell you what they probably did. They went to Seattle. And they're like, who bought the ticket for that right. see? And they just contacted them or emailed them. And, you know, they, they found her. Uh, they had a nice, wholesome moment. You know, the fan and the equipment manager, they 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 hugged, they talked, you know, thanking them, thanking her. And, you know, cause really she saved his life. Mm-hmm. And that's just a great story. And, you know, Vancouver was back in town, back in Seattle. And the Seattle Kraken and Vancouver Canucks, you know, thanked her. During during the game, and she was granted a ten thousand dollar scholarship for medical school. So she's you know she's in medical school. Mm-hmm. She saw that. So that's just come on. Do you, do you not have the warm fuzzies right now? Come on, my that, heart's filled. That that if I heard if it, I it was out before the Winter Classic, mm. but I didn't read it yet. If I read that during the Winter Classic, be warm. I didn't. I didn't need any more clothing. I could have been naked. You know what got me pumped up at the Winter Classic? That little 12-year-old. Oh, that boy the, hit that the, clipboard. Yeah, he was <laughs> doing the Herb Brooks speech. And I yeah, I don't know if it was on TV or not. Yeah. but Yeah, that was sick. So the whole entire thing, I, I was fired up. I was about to go out there and play. Got me jacked up. <laughs> I was sitting in the stands. I look at Tyler. I was like, I'm pumped up right now. We had that intense look in our eyes, we, like like we were on the fucking ice ring. We were just like, I'd kill somebody right now. You re- you ready to <laughs> fucking roll? I'd run through the wall. Ready to jump over the bench? We're not on the bench. I'm not ready to jump either. <laughs> Been a long fall. Yeah. So, yeah. Now we would go on to our quick six or our friendly wager or something like that. You even bet the board. But, hey, we're having some fun right here. We don't need no games. We got one better. We got a... Big story here. All right, we got junk drawer. We're skipping the games. This, this is week. the first time we've all been a part of a junk drawer. Oh yeah, I mean, it's usually been a pair. Some, or, well, well a, pa- a pair, a pair first, and then a solo. Yeah, and then I, you guys had a pair. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, we did. Dakota, you you've yet to have a solo. I, I mean, I have two. Oh, Evan's solo is just bad. I want had someone nothing else to tell my junk drawer because I'd barely remember it. I was hammered. Yeah. Was That's the hammered. end of the day. We haven't even got to the when we got here. <laughs> All right. So Let's just start when we started. Like oh, we're we're going from day one? Yeah, because the drive was... Oh, my God. I just got to Evan's house. And <laughs> I opened the fucking I opened the fucking door. First thing, you picked the worst time to open the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> Evan was right there about to get smacked with the door and burst. Hey. <laughs> and Evan's like, Evan, so this is what I hear. I just open the door. Dakota's right there. He's like, you pick the worst time to open the door. And Evan just goes, why? I'm like immediately being attacked. I'm like, oh, gee, Jesus Christ. It's, it's like, why? It's like 530 in the morning because we have to drive from, from St. Louis yeah. to Minnesota to Minneapolis. I keep falling. Well, Minnesota. technically, we are in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, we I are. keep falling in Minnesota, too. It's the Minnesota Wild. Minneapolis the, Wild. The St. Oh. Paul. Well, they're not in Minneapolis. They're the St. Paul Wild. Yeah, that's even worse. St. Louis Blues versus St. Paul Wild. Missouri Blues. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Anyways, so yeah, right away I was like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> we Washington packed that car crack. up quick, though. Oh, my packed it up. God. We yeah. were driving in the dark for about an hour and a half, maybe, and then it was fog no. galore. No, no, no. It was, it was fog galore immediately, but no, no. 
Dakota's driving skills. Oh my god. Dakota's parked in the street and <laughs> this <laughs> this oh. is not and we were, we were I like, couldn't see there was fog. We man. were like, hey no, there wasn't. No. There's was frost no. on my windshield. Okay. Yeah. All right, fine, whatever. And we were like, hey, just park in the in the driveway. So well, you're not, I could not park. So you're not in the street. He had to fucking go in. He's stepping on the brakes like a motherfucker. This Zigzagging. <laughs> this thing is bouncing and jumping and driving jiggling and jangling. Bad suspension. I said something. He, and you heard the brakes. Like, it's like, oh my fuck, dude. I rolled my window down because it was frost on my window. I'm like, I got to see this. <laughs> it was cold. I see this shit. <laughs> it was cold. And I'm like, well, nothing compared to right here. No, yeah, no. I thought. No, it I ain't. Thought it was I cold. thought St. Louis was cold until <laughs> I stepped foot here. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's 50 degrees out. Man, it's going to be like <laughs> 24 degrees tomorrow here. That's going to be like summer. Yeah, I'm going to wear shorts for like a fucking week. <laughs> in St. Louis, you'd be like, "Aren't you cold?" Someone's no. going to come up to us and be like, "It's cold. It's f- 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 freezing here." You don't I will know. Smack you them. don't know freezing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and Dakota, he's just wow. He took a few tries getting to that driveway. I, a few tries. He backed up and had to do it again. Yeah, <laughs> back forth, back forth. Eventually, really? zigzag, zigzag. But we left right on time. We planned on leaving at six a.m. We did almost in a minute. Almost. Yeah, and then we yeah we drove for nine hours. Yeah. Well, we, we drove for a little bit longer. We stopped only twice. Kind of surprised. Well, <laughs> oh my fucking god. Well, there was a half of a stop. We didn't quite stop, but we kind of sort of stopped to get some food mm-hmm. early. Some mm-hmm. breakfast, McDonald's. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had a struggle there. Yeah. <laughs> I, bro, they thought we were fucking stoners. Fucking well, we ne- weren't. We were just tired. It was fucking New Year's Eve at 6.15 <laughs> in the fucking morning. And we're ordering shit. And I'm in the back fucking seat. And they're like, you know, you say what you want. You say what you want. And Evan, he orders first. And the Dakota's about to order. The menu goes away. <laughs> <laughs> because Evan's order is right there. He's like, I want uh And the thing just disappears. He's like, oh, the menu Evan's went order. away. He's like, he's like oh, it's, it went away. Uh, you know what? I'll have the same thing he has. <laughs> Easy. So I, I won't struggle. Just do the same thing. And I was laughing my ass off because that happened. I was like, the fuck, the fucking menu left. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to like fucking scrunch the fuck up because we have the whole back seat full except for me. I had to fill the rest of it up. <laughs> and and I was scrunching my way up to the kind of center console in the front seat just to order. I'm like. I just wanted a fu- some fucking hot cakes and a sausage and a hash brown. And I was just laughing from that still. This boy allergic to eggs. And <laughs> yeah, I'm allergic to eggs. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I was complaining. I was like, I want no fucking McDonald's for breakfast because they only serve fucking eggs and I'm allergic. <laughs> what do you want for McDonald's breakfast? Egg? I can't get that. <laughs> I only get What's hot McDonald's cakes. serve? Fucking eggs. eggs. <laughs> Fucking think they serve. That's it. And bacon. I, you know, I'm I'm scooting my way up, and I'm like, I, I I'm looking like fucking Reese, which is Evan's dog. Like the way I was like just shuffling up, like, <laughs> and I'm like, I want some fucking hotcakes. I'm fucking hungry as fuck, and I was laughing from that too. So I was laughing from the menu disappearing and me just acting like a fucking dumbass dog. <laughs> and <laughs> and I just wanted to say, I want two hotcakes <laughs> and sausage. <laughs> And I could not get it out. Give me them hotcakes. Like, this is li- this, <laughs> this voice like, meaning pancakes. Oh, and then after he ordered, he's like, "Damn, I forgot to get a hash brown." I forgot. <laughs> I legit was like, "This is how I sound." I was like, "I want, to <laughs> I want." To <laughs> like they're like, 
bro. Bro, I'm working at a fucking McDonald's at 6 a.m. I was like, this bitch <laughs> is probably mad. She, well, she probably was. don't want to be there, and now you making her it's not really not want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> she looked at us. She said, "Card." <laughs> oh, she she was okay. At least she talked to us. The guy who ate out the food, he was like, "Fuck you guys, I'm not talking to you." <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't think anybody who works at McDonald's is like really happy. I mean, unless you've been like working there a long time and you're like the manager and like you enjoy it, but like. I feel like even then, that's a stretch. I feel like eighty-five percent of the population that works at McDonald's is not happy. The population that works <laughs> at McDonald's. Jesus Christ! <laughs> they, they have a whole. I mean, it is a lot, though. It is. Yeah, it was foggy the entire oh fucking the ride. whole entire trip, and then we got into. Bro, if there's a turn, we was dead. Bro, we, we were you not. Could <laughs> not. You could not see sixteen feet in front yeah, of you. We weren't even in Missouri yet because we live on <laughs> the other side of the river, but yeah. Not even in Missouri yet, and we go over a hill, and I'm like, could there be any less fucking visibility? Fucking next six hours, still fog. <laughs> I'm like, god damn it. There was maybe a five-mile stretch in Iowa where there was no fog, and we are like, whoa. The sun came out. And No, 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 not, I'm not yeah. even talking about that the one whole yet. right there, bro, it was just... It was I, nice. like, I wonder what Iowa looks like, bro. It looks the same damn thing as the Midwest. It's, the Midwest. Just it's part the, of the Midwest. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's the same thing as the Midwest. Fields. It's the heart of the Midwest almost. Yeah. What is in Iowa? Like, no offense. I mean, the Iowa fields. Wild, I guess. Iowa City, Cedar Rapids. Uh, What's the other one? Uh, what, what, John Deere manufacturer. No, no offense oh, yeah, to anybody in Iowa, but I would not. Des Moines? Is that I wouldn't it? go there to spend my vacation. I don't it's know. Seats. Really, I don't think they really rack up a lot of vacation people there. I don't know. Cedar Rapids is. <laughs> Can you imagine if Iowa had a tourist fucking commercial? We got <laughs> fields. It's for this is a tu- <laughs> this is a tourist commercial. You like corn? It's aimed f- toward farmers. You want a vacation? <laughs> want to see some cows? You ever seen buttered corn? Buttered you got corn. some <laughs> buttered corn on stock. You can churn the fucking milk. Look at these rapids. Look how wet that water is. Uh, Cedar Rapids was a cool. I don't even through. think I've seen it. Well, you're probably sleeping. Yeah, I think I fell asleep 80 times on the car ride. Okay, that's hyperbole. Okay, it was literally like 75. <laughs> no, I was doing one of those ones where I fall asleep real quick and I wake up. Real I'm quick. Like, real I'm you were missing 30 minutes at a time. You look at my GPS and give me the <laughs> shocked face. Like, whoa, the time's flying. Damn right, dude. It's flying for you, dude. We we got into <laughs> Minnesota. We stopped one time in Iowa to get gas. It wasn't anything special. Oh, wait. No, no, no. It was, yeah, a, little, it was. It was a little special. It was a Taco Bell, McDonald's. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That's, no. that's Minnesota. No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't there yet. No, no, no. We got we got Trent and whoever in front of you guys. Trent and Steve. <laughs> Them roads are slick, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Dakota are in the line at the gas station. Because, well, first off, tell your gas story. Oh, yeah. I, I was good. I was, I was, you know what? I'll get gas first. I'll pay. And Evan's going to go into the gas station to get some snacks or whatever. Or go to the bathroom. I don't know. Dakota's next to me. He's like, and I just kind of look at him. I'm like, which one does he want? I, I know it's 87, just regular. And Dakota just goes, 87. I'm like, well, look. <laughs> we, both look, we, look we look at the thing, and there's two 87s. One, one is like ethanol and ethanol or non-ethanol. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, which one does he want to use? I don't want to fuck up his car. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shh. Shit. <laughs> diesel in that motherfucker. See what happened? We would have not made it <laughs> out of town. Well, no, I we wouldn't have made it out of that parking lot. I thought diesel meant power. <laughs> <laughs> Black smoke. <laughs> Come on, turn this to a diesel engine. 
Yo, rev that engine. No, so me and Dakota are in the gas station, <laughs> and these two guys know each other because they walk in. He's like, oh. That whole town knows each other. They're like, hey, Steve, how you doing? He's like, I'm doing good, Trevor. How are you? He's like, these roads are slick, but aren't they? And then they're just going back and forth. He's like, it don't, mi- it don't matter. I'm just about a block down the road. Well, they still slick, so <laughs> be careful, all right? He said, be careful. We'll see you at church on Sunday. There was, there were, and we're, we're, we're blues fans. And there were some other blues fans there. Yeah. And <laughs> you guys took your time in the gas station. Oh, my fucking God. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to say my perspective first, and you can continue on your side of the story, Dakota. I'm waiting outside by the car because I don't want – the, the doors were unlocked. And I didn't want to leave it while you guys were in there. So I'm just, like, watching the door, waiting for when you get to come back. I see Dakota walk out the door for a second. With with a uh, with like the thickest slim gym. the thickest <laughs> slim Jim ever he's he's half he's half a step out the the door and then he just he just goes oh and he jo- he goes back in as if like someone's like hey you didn't pay for that well, that's what I saw so what happened no I no. checked I checked that, out I know, I know that's not what happened but like that's what it looked like no I checked out and then everyone's like hey like he didn't really say hey he just gave the hand motion like come here. And then I came over there. He's like, get a mask just in case. So I ended up getting an American mask for five bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, the funny part, though, is me and him were standing in line after this whole Trevor and Steve conversation. And we look outside, and it's just you, puppy dog, facing it at the, the car. And we're like, look at this idiot. I said, bro, why is he standing like that? <laughs> the best part, just though, like, standing. you know, like, he, so me and Dakota are sitting out in the car. Tyler comes back. He gets about 10 feet from the car, and he starts acting like a fucking jackass. He's like, <laughs> and the people at the pump next to us was like, what in the You hell? acted like a jackass? What did I say? You were sitting there outside the car and as you were walking back. I remember you were making the funny face and the noise. No. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> what was I doing? What was that after? What? When me and Dakota were in the car. Yeah. We were waiting for you to come back. You know, because uh-huh. you waited for us. And we flipped. We switched. So this is like my this is yeah this we were is about to leave. This is my way back. Yeah, I don't remember you were that. Like a dummy, and the person at the pump next to us were like, "What the fuck?" I think. Well, I think Dakota gave me a look. He's like, "What the fuck you doing?" I was like, "Oh, what the fuck you doing?" I didn't let one rip. <laughs> yeah, he just tastes <laughs> like fuck. Microphone caught that one. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about my microphone. Holy shit! You're gonna have to get that next to your face. I don't want to do that. All right, let's talk about. Uh, no, no, no. I want to talk about my bathroom story there. Bathroom story with the blues fans. Oh, yeah. So there's some blues fans. And I, <laughs> I walk in. This is, we're not even halfway. <laughs> I, I walk in. And also, when Dakota came out, he almost hit a group of people trying to go into the <laughs> fucking gas station. He whipped that door. He whipped the door open. <laughs> he almost knocked someone down. And you know what he did? <laughs> He didn't look at them. He no. didn't. He didn't hold the door open. He kept walking. What <laughs> happened? He said, "I'm just going to the car." He just said, "I got my shit. Move." Nick, they, they gave you a nasty look. I didn't see him. <laughs> Obviously, I just. I ain't gonna look at him. But I went. I went inside. So I had to go. I go piss. And there's a blues fan. He's like, "Hey, let's go blues." I'm like, yeah. And he held the door open for me. I go, "Well, thank you." And I'm walking, I'm trying to find the bathroom and all that, and he's still behind me. He's, like, walking. I'm like, fuck, he's going to the bathroom, too, isn't he? 
And I'm like, okay, whatever. Whenever I get to the bathroom, I'll open the door for him. Well, someone was already in there. They open the door as they're leaving. They hold the door open for me. I'm like, fuck, I don't have to touch the fucking door in this place. That's nice. And I go there. No, I didn't have to piss. I just had to wash my hands. This guy had to piss, though. Mm-hmm. And he's pissing while I'm washing my hands. And, you know, he said, let's go, Blues. I'm like, yeah, let's go, Blues. And uh, before we got in. And we're just still walking with each other. And we're in the bathroom. He's taking a piss. I'm washing my hands. I'm done. I just kind of look at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what to say. You know, he knows I'm here. <laughs> and I don't want to leave. And I'm like, well, see you at the game. He's like, and then he just kind of looks behind him. He's like, he looks over his shoulder. He's like, yeah, okay, see you. <laughs> <laughs> That motherfucker was just probably just a blues fan, man. <laughs> yeah. And you said see at the game. Probably f- making him... He probably wasn't even going to the game. He's like, what? I d- Well, I, I'm sure he was, but... You're just kind of funny. Yeah. This is, well, see you at the game. All right, yeah, let's... I'm trying to take a piss. <laughs> then we went to another gas station, which was the most heavenly gas station ever in Minnesota. It had a McDonald's. It had a Taco Bell. And it had a fucking pizza... Imposter Pizza Hut walked in. Pizza Hut was packed up. Yeah. <laughs> packed with fucking supplies going out. <laughs> We're coming in. We don't Even. know which one. <sighs> that place was sick. I mean, I just want to mention it. Basically it was a truck stop without the trucks. It was just like a ga- big gas station. <laughs> well, first off, we were like, let's get Wendy's. And then we saw that place like, fuck Wendy's. Never mind. <laughs> no, I said, no. We were like, let's get Wendy's. I looked over and I go, Damn, that says it's got a Taco Bell, McDonald's, and a Pizza Hut. You're we're like, like well, let's, oh, turn let's turn around. <laughs> no, we're turning around. <laughs> yeah. Then we got back in, went up a bit. Yeah, about an hour and a half. No, two and a half. Was it two? Two. Yeah. Two and a half. And then we're in Minneapolis in a beautiful city. Holy shit. Super fucking smoky. Uh, it's steamy. Fa- steamy. Yeah. It's not smoke. If it was smoke, fuck the air. <laughs> they just have it's on the Mississippi River. Watching steam right really, now. Really, there's a lot of like warehouse, not warehouse, like industry around here. So it's a lot of a lot of steam. Yeah, a lot of steam going on. People and working hard. It's also hard. like we said, you know, sub zero. So any source of heat is causing steam. Yeah, steam. Don't worry, it evaporates. It looks water. cool though. I do. I do like the look of it. And um, you talk know. about a. Uh, I guess Tom Bro, Reed. this this no no this fucking hotel we're in has a revolving door. Oh yeah, that's pretty just, nice. It's just scared the fuck out of me and Dakota. We're like, do we use it? We got to use it. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's an automatic. Yeah, it just keeps going. Yeah, it just continuously spins. Dakota bumped me in the first fucking ride. I in said, it. oh. He bumped me I'm like, is <laughs> that the Whoop. fucking door? <laughs> <laughs> Whoop! I can't handle this. Now yeah. we check in, we get up here. Very nice hotel room. Was it like it's Indiana? It's like an apartment. No. It is absolutely nothing. This is this is leaps and bounds <laughs> better than Indiana. The pillows are actually pillows. Yeah. The pillows, you don't need 80 of them to make one. There's two yeah. TVs in here, man. The futon is an option to sleep in, but we haven't slept on it. Why do they have futon like that? Because I like the futon, because we're sitting on it. Hmm? And, you know, it's pretty comfortable. I bet it's more comfortable than the beds in uh, Indiana. This floor is probably more comfortable than the beds in Indiana. Street probably was. I don't know about that with this cold. I don't know. But we said we did some. Uh, we did some interview. We did one interview here. You guys will. You guys will hear that later. Not later this episode. Later in the season. In your life. <laughs> uh, 
Very good interview. I liked uh, it. It's really good. Yeah, I'm just going to ruin his first name. It was Bill. So good old Bill. watch we'll out get, for Bill. Yeah, we'll get there eventually with him. But uh, great interview with him. But he recommended a hockey bar in St. Paul. Next to XL Center? Yeah, next to uh, XL Energy Center, like a block away, called... Uh, Tom Reed's. Tom Reed's, or as Dakota likes to call it, Paul <laughs> Reed's. Because <laughs> it's in St. Paul. I just, I don't know why I do it. I do it without even thinking. You I do I, a lot of stuff I know it's thinking. Tom Reed's, but I just... Do you? Like, no place disrespect to Tom Reed. Ah. This Bro, place was bumping and busting, and, and it's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve, so we knew it was going to be busy, so we left early. Place was packed. Everything, hockey, memorabilia, everywhere. Ceiling, I, floor. I'm walls. blanking. Did we do something before Tom Reese? I feel like we had to. Have. No. No. We didn't? No, we just kind of sat we here, unpacked, unpacked, and set up stuff. I feel like we. I don't know. I guess we didn't. There's just a big gap between getting here and Tom Reed's. Not really. We pulled up here around four, and we were over there by six. Bro, we were there. Forever. <laughs> we were there for like five, six hours. <laughs> anyway, no. We anyway, we get there. No seats. It's one of those places where it's like seat yourself. So we're walking around. It's Every full. place is full. So we're standing at the front. Well, well, what does the place look like? Inside. I just told them there's like hockey memorabilia everywhere. I mean, Floor, like ceiling, wall, jerseys signed by signed players. By Holy shit! Picture photos jersey. signed. Oh there's my god. Joe Thorne Crosby All Star Game. Pavel Dimitra, oh, Minnesota Wild, Hasek, everything. A lot of a lot of Canadian Gretzky stuff. stuff. Oh my god! No, so real cool place. If you're ever, if you're ever here, I a would, Don Cherry picture. I too. would for sure recommend like recommend that. Oh the, yeah, uh, like thanks, Bill, once again for you know telling us about that. The uh, no, so we're waiting at front, waiting for people to go. This group of three, we're a group of three, obviously. They were gracious enough to let us sit with them. So we got in earlier, or got to sit down earlier, right at the good part of the bar, or at the front. At the, en- the entrance, yeah. almost. Pretty nice place. And it was a good spot. Uh, we uh, we read the menu, but we <laughs> didn't read the menu. We read everything but the best thing. Yeah, so we read the whole entire menu, and then we were sitting there after we ate the first time around. Oh, no, we did do something before. We went to Target, and we got snacks. I'm not gonna talk about a Target trip. Hey man, yeah. I got I got Pringles. You don't care. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's a Target and then, trip. And me and Dakota went to the bar in the lobby. Yeah, but why would that? That's nothing special. It was nice. <laughs> it was nice. That's that's what we did that's before. We did, yeah. That's just what we did before. I, I was like, there's we did something. So okay. you no, know, so we ate the first time at Tom Reed's, and then uh, the lady. You know, the waiter, yeah, or waitress, waitress. Sorry, you know, she did a good job. Anyway, she did a great job. Dakota already by this time is hammered. Not hammered, mm-hmm. but he's got a he pre-gamed a little bit at the yeah. lobby bar. Anyway, this lady comes up to him, <laughs> puts his puts her hand on his shoulder, and she's like, oh, "Dude, no. actually, uh, no, you guys told me she asked the stupidest fucking questions." Well, don't don't ruin it for him. And and by the by the time this lady's here, Dakota's. Probably like two or three beers deep and one or two shots of Pink Whitney deep. She goes, she's like, hey, you know Thomas Rhett? Now, that didn't make sense, though, because Thomas Rhett was playing at At XL XL as we were at the uh, 
uh, as we were at the bar, and yeah. he was also playing at the Winter Classic. So he is in town. So she was like, you know Thomas Rhett? Dakota's like, no, but he does know who it is. <laughs> and then... Not personally, but like... Then she's like, oh, what's this? And he's like talking about the jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's like, what's this? And he's like, the Blues jersey. Just straight, <laughs> straight to the point. The Blues jersey. And she's like, oh, Blues, that's nice. Where are they from? <laughs> Dakota just... <laughs> this this sly silver tongue bullet. He says St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> and he was wearing the old nineties jerseys where it says St. Louis on the logo. <laughs> and the patches on the yeah, shoulder. On the shoulders, yeah. yeah fucking Chicago. And it says St. Louis Blues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. She's clearly flirting on him. Yeah, flirting on him. She kinda wanted bait long story short, he was tipsy. She was tipsy, tipsy. She wanted something to happen. I think she was tipsy. He was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and he denied her. And then he was like... She was old, from what you guys said. About 35. Thir- yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Dakota's like... Then he felt bad about it. At the time, Dakota's like, she's in her 40s. I, I thought 30 or 35. Somewhere yeah. in that range. Yeah, Dakota's she like, got a lot of makeup on, though. I got some experience. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so then later that night, another girl comes up, and she's like... And, and I'm a couple beers deep. And she's like, hey, <laughs> do you know a good spot to go for New Year's Eve? Now, remind you, this is about thirty, an hour to 30 minutes before it's 12 o'clock. Before the balls here. drop. Yeah. Oh, I'm like... <laughs> so it's like, you might as well stay here, you know? And she's like, do you know anywhere? It's like, and I'm, I was like, no, you know... Like, we're not from here. Like, we're just here for the game, you know, tomorrow. Like, we're from Illinois. Yeah, like, we really don't know. Oh, yeah. my, my friend's from Illinois. I don't know where from. It's like, how the fuck? You don't know where? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know too much about her friend. Most common thing. You should probably know where they're from. <laughs> yeah. So, interesting night. Yeah. And then we read the final part of the menu. We forgot. I had, I had nachos. You had nachos, too. The highlighted part. Yeah, the highlighted part is in red. And we thought it was just like a header. It was like, hey, this is like a description of the menu or whatever. <laughs> no, this was a fucking menu item that we forgot. Like to the most read. popular one. The, like the best one. It was fucking Tom Reed's poutine. And I was like, what the? Hey. It's Canadian. Oh, yeah, Canadian. hey, yeah. let's get this. Let's get this. Because we had been there for five hours at that point. Jesus. <laughs> 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 Five fucking hours. You know what we should have done? What should we have done? If we had to, how many of a fucking count is it that we've almost busted ass? <laughs> um, I I haven't really I actually slipped. did bust I s- ass. I slipped once so far. I fell. I didn't fall completely. I I, I slipped twice in the Winter Classic, like at the stadium. <laughs> Man, he's well, held on to them rounds if it was, was his gripping. life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From, but who ate shit outside of the Winter Classic? Right in front of Target Field, I said something. I fell on and my the knee. The lady behind him did not <laughs> help him at all. <laughs> no, she, she just, just kept walking. I didn't even look back because I didn't want to see if anybody's laughing. I just kept walking. <laughs> well, we were laughing. You, you look back. I was like, I, I was like, <laughs> you were like halfway <laughs> up. You're like, <laughs> shit was, shit was. No, sorry. Tom Reed's. We left that place at like eleven one thirty. It was like about an hour and a half to get over. He gave us free champagne too. Cha- yeah, for. New Year's. It goes real... Tr- oh, my God. What about leaving the place? Holy shit. We were under-layered. We were, we were appropriate-layered when we came in at mm-hmm. 6 p.m., but once it was 
1.30 a.m. It got cold. I think we got there when it was 8 degrees, and we left when it was negative 8 degrees. <laughs> Big temperature swing. We, our car was maybe a block away, we, and we almost we, froze. We, no, the, yeah, Tom Reese is on, like, a corner. Uh-huh. So, like, it's, like, right on, it's yeah. right on the crest section. And we go out, and we're about to – we're crossing the crosswalk. The very first one, we're like, you know, it's not too bad for negative 8. Not that bad. And, yeah, we took about, about 10, ten more seconds. St- 10 more steps, and we're like, we got to run. We got to run. It, like, hurt. Yeah, uh, and we were shivering in that ice cube of a car. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we slept like kings that night. But tell you, yeah, we fell asleep. That was our first night here. Immediately, I and took I took a hot bath. Minnesota, I took a fucking bath. We woke <laughs> up, but I was knocked. Yeah, we woke up the next day, kind of late, but, but we wanted it that way. Okay. We went to a place called Bacon Social Club. It's Social House. Social House, sorry. It's basically a couple blocks away from you or Yeah, US Bank Stadium. US Bank Stadium or Arena or whatever the hell's going on. Where the Vikings play. Yeah. I will say very cool stadium. It's awesome. All their building all their stadiums really cool. Built like a Viking ship. Yeah, kinda yeah, it looks like it. A modern Viking ship. Yeah, it's like black with like pixelated or not pixelated, like it's all like triangle looking shapes. Kind of going on it. It's kind of cool. Anyway, kind of. Dakota ordered himself an appetizer without knowing what the fuck he was actually ordering. The lady's like, "Would you like to know? Would you like the bacon platter?" She was really quiet. Yeah, very quiet. Very loud place. Very fancy. Wasn't very loud. Hotel there was. That was a pretty penny. It wasn't very loud, but it was loud enough to where someone with a muffled a muffled voice and a soft voice you couldn't hear her. Uh, At least I couldn't. She said, "Do you want a bacon platter?" Dakota's like, "Yep." Yeah, he just he just disagrees. Like, "Do you want this?" You don't know how yes. much it is. Anything. It anyway, what the bacon platter was was six strips of bacon, pretty big size, big pieces of bacon. But each piece of bacon was a different flavor. So the first one we was had. Uh, a- uh, applewood. Then it was barbecue. Then it was candy. Then it was something we don't know. Then it was gingerbread. And then it was toast. French they toast. all French did, toast. Yeah, they all did taste like what they were supposed to be. Can- Candied and French toast were my favorite. Yeah, I I was a big fan of the barbecue and obviously the the maple or the apple wood because it's just regular bacon basically. There was one. We don't know what it was. We forgot, but it was like ooh, that thing was had some. We could se- probably look that up actually. That thing had some seasoning on it. Oh yeah, my god. It, like when you first bit into it, you're like, "Oh, this ain't bad." But once the no. seasoning hit the back of your throat, you're like, "Oh my god!" The two, the two part, the two bites I had because we cut them with scissors. Yeah, it's kind of cool though. And the two pieces I had, no, it was, I just immediately, I didn't even taste bacon. I just felt fucking like rub. And I just felt like the powder. I'm like, you know what it this was? Is, what was it? Chili lime. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yep. Just looked it up. It, t- it tastes like lime, and it's not called Ugh. the bacon platter. It's called the bacon flight. Yeah, I was I was gonna correct you. But I was like, no, fuck, it. we're not gonna look it up. Who, who will know? Now we know. <laughs> that was a really good place. Fancy, fancy bathrooms. I had a stall that said "Yeah" on the door. <laughs> that was like the only bit of that wasn't uh, fancy. 
going so there. we leave. So we leave this bacon uh, social, social house. house. I would recommend that as Jesus well. Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ripping ass over here. Sorry. I heard some bacon slip out. There's some Wahlburgers right there, buddy. Oh, yeah. We had Wahlburgers well, today. Well, Pretty good. I'm ahead. sorry. Jumping way ahead. <laughs> no, so we leave bacon uh, social house. And we, we go back, and we're just waiting for the to leave for the Winter Classic. We leave. The game's at 6. We leave at, like, 3.30-ish. We had some time at the and hotel. we had to... Wa- well, we were just watching NHL games here. We brought the Xbox, and we watched some games here. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Pause. <laughs> we'll go back a day. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. We're going to pause. <laughs> we're going to pause right now before we leave for the NHL Winter Classic, okay? We're going back at That's day. what we're going to pick up. When we first got here, when we were unpacking, <laughs> before we went to Target, because we forgot the Target trip, Tyler wanted to hook up the Xbox so we could watch, you know, some NHL games. Just use games. the Xbox. Yeah. And I'm plugging it. Okay, it's my, it's my story. This is my story. Yeah, it's your... You look dumb. <laughs> yeah, I look dumb, but, like, come on. How was I supposed to fucking know? I mean, no, no, y'all would. It's pretty no, no, y- simple. It is simple, but it's like, I, come on, who would have done that? Uh, I'll, tell you, you, I'll tell you. Yeah, who I'll tell it. you who. The engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this motherfucker. No, just restart the story. This, you're this motherfucker. That. So I, I'm plugging in my Xbox. I'm, I'm make sure it's plugged into the TV and the outlet. It's it turns on and all that. The TV's on and it has like the the TV's max volume every single time you turn no, it on. No, 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 because of what. The, this guy did it, it was set to like whatever every time you turn it on but it was just like the hotel like the menu or whatever yeah was, and then they had like basic cable you know like judge judy and jeopardy <laughs> <laughs> that's so basic and i'm trying to do the input because uh, i'm like okay uh where's like the usb cord and i'm like okay here here it is and it's like hdmi Two or HDMI three. I'm like, fuck it. Let's just go two. It's quicker. It's right there. You know, closer at least. And I click input. Live TV or whatever. Um, that was like highlighted white. It was like oh, that's what that's the one you're on. Okay. And then all the other inputs were all like kind of sort of blacked out. And I'm like, why are they kind of blacked out? And I go down to them, select one, and it's like, yeah, no, we're still on live TV. I'm like, what do you mean? And I try it again. It's like, okay, yeah, fine. You're on HDMI 2. Nothing. Black screen. And I'm like, what the fuck? I turn the TV off and on. I turn the Xbox off. I go to HDMI 3. I'm like, I'm trying everything. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I'm getting pissed off. Let's go to fucking Target. I'm hungry. I want some Pringles or something like that. I didn't think of that at the time. But, hey, I got Pringles. And Dakota's like, you know what? Let's just call... Let's just call the front office yeah, or whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. We'll just figure it out later. And he's like, no, and f- fuck you, you little pussy. I'm going to fucking call the <laughs> the the front office or whatever, housekeeping. And he calls. I'm like, fine, fuck it, whatever. Just get it over with. And they're like, he's like, yeah, we brought a, I told him to fucking say gaming system. And he's like, no, we brought an Xbox. I'm like, fuck, they're going to kick us out now. These are are Nintendo guys. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, we brought an Xbox, and we're plugging it into the TV, but we can't work the Xbox. You know, it's it's just not showing up. And they're like, okay, we're sending up an engineer. (laughs) A fucking engineer. It's a very fancy term for what this guy does. (laughs) And I'd love to get paid for it. Oh, my God. Yeah, 
Wow. He gets paid like a fuck engineer. I want he, the same job. He gets up there pretty quick. I mean, it, the traffic here, I mean, you, you're you in and out. Yeah. You can get in and out here quick. It's nice. And he gets up there pretty pretty soon, like a minute or two later. And he's like, all right, what seems to be the problem? I'm like, well, it's just, dude, you know, HDMI. He's like, okay. Motherfucker goes to the back of the TV. He just, uh, like, he doesn't even, like, I don't, he didn't even fucking ask me. He, he kind of knew what the thing was already. He, he fucking knows. Mm-hmm. And he, he just does one fucking thing. He unplugs one cord and he plugs my HDMI thing in and then it's Xbox. Xbox on the screen. Um, and, and then he, this motherfucker. He he his back his back is toward us. He does that shit in the matter of two seconds, <laughs> and and he turns around. And he looks at me. No, he looks like Dakota, but he may as well have looked at me. And he gives this fucking smirk, <laughs> and this smirk just screamed. Got it. No, the squir- the smirk screamed. Is that it? You guys are fucking dumb. <laughs> He's like, hey, I, I'm pretty good, aren't I? I'm like that's you're a fucking engineer, you're you're an engineer. That's then he, he had, pretty. F- I I was livid, and he was like, he's like, you want to see how I did this? I'm like, he had the fuck audacity you. to tell him. And then Tyler went. And I'm did like, it you like know what? Kid. You know, fuck it, just to know what you did. And then he shows me. I'm like, <laughs> he, he's like, yeah, you unplugged this these cords. And I'm like, you know, I would have never thought to have unplugged cords on the fucking hotel TV. Like unplug cords that are already in. Mm. I would have never thought of that. So he's acting like, like, oh, duh. It's like, what the, the fucking duh you? I'm like, really? And <laughs> But he just made it look like I was an idiot. I guess I am, but like. <laughs> I guess I am. But I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and yeah, I was really pissed off. I was like, engineer, that's a pretty fucking fancy term for a guy who just unplugs two fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. But, yeah, my and, favorite and, part was and, the smirk. And then when he asked you if if you wanted to see what Got he it. did, and I would have said no, and you're like, "Yep," and you ran over there so quick to see. I was like, "Yeah, what the fuck did you?" Do? I was like, "What the fuck did you do?" Okay, I I know you did it in two seconds, but like, what the fuck did you do? He's like, "Yeah, I did this." I'm like, "Who the f- who the fuck goes into a fucking hotel room to think that?" Mm. Not me. Anyways, so yeah, jumping so, back. And, well, any and any and every time something doesn't work, I'm like, "Let's call that fucking engineer." See if he can fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time. Like, let's get the engineer. So jumping back to before we left for the Winter Classic, we... Oh, before we left for the oh Bacon House? Goodness. The gate? Bacon House. Oh, my God. <laughs> the gate? Yeah, this is now one we're word. Jumping, we're jumping. Okay, we're going to pause again at leaving before the Winter Classic. We're going to go back to earlier in that day when we were leaving to go to Bacon Social House. There's a parking garage here, and it's a very simple parking garage system. You it's, just roll it's, up. It's based <laughs> off of weights, magnetics, and cameras, okay? So what you do is you pull in. When you first get here, you pull in. You press the button. It gives you a ticket. The gate opens. You keep that ticket. You go pay your fee at the front desk at the hotel. Easy breezy. They keep your card on file, and every day, because they take photos of uh, the parking garage, every day... Your car's in there, and they take a photo, and that photo matches your license plate. They charge your card <laughs> for parking. Pretty simple uh, thing. So we pull up, you know. Trying to leave. No, no. We pull up, get our card. We park our car. We come back in the hotel, blah, blah, blah. We go to leave in the morning, 
and there's like six cars in front of us, five, six cars in front of us. Two lanes. Yeah, two lanes. They're all backed up. Now, the lady told me all you got to do is once you've paid, you know, and they've taken the picture of your license plate, all you got to do is pull up far enough and the gates through magnetics and weights will just lift up, you know? So there's this Jeep Patriot. He's second in line. Second in line, honking his horn, honking his horn. I don't blame the him. The gates aren't opening. I don't blame him because whoever was first in line for both lanes, they're dumb. But this Jeep guy, he was dumb as well. He's honking. He's he's very impatient. Like this line hasn't been there for that long. Very impatient. The two people in the front, it was like uh, I don't know, Hyundai Santa Fe and some silver Buick, and they're trying to leave. Yeah, you know, they're trying to leave. They are honking. Anyway, they're trying to like enter their ticket into the machine, but yeah. it's like you don't need to do that. Yeah, somehow, some way, this Honda uh, or Hyundai Santa Fe leaves. So he, now he figures Jeep, it out. Now the Jeep Patriots turn. He pulls up. The gate closes. You know, he tries to put his ticket in, and this guy's pissed. And then people are honking at him, which is only making him more mad. Motherfucker gets up and walks to the hotel. Yeah, he gets out parks. of the car, walks, yeah, parks <laughs> the car, goes to the hotel. The other side, on the other hand, the guy behind him pulls out his side. He says, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> on the other side, because remember, there's two lanes. Same this car. car. This Buick gets through finally, and the gate opens, and it stays open. For a long time. For a long time. And this blue... Uh, something I forgot what it was. It doesn't matter. Couldn't have like they could have just drove through, but they just sat there and waited for the gate to close. Like go, and they didn't. So anyway, the gate closes. They get stuck now. The dude comes back that parked his car, parked the white Jeep Patriot. Uh, he comes back and with a worker, you know, and, and the worker to, drove up. Yeah, they're trying to figure it out. Worker drives up, gets out. They're trying to figure it out. They're putting the ticket in, whatever. Anyway, they finally go. The car in front of them goes. Now it's our turn. I literally pull up far enough to the weight and the magnet, you know, whole system, however that works. And notices my car, gate's open. Well, maybe you, two seconds. You rolled up, it was like two seconds, and you're, and you're like, well, maybe I didn't do something right. So you look back at the machine. As soon as you look back, the thing opened. Yeah, the Dakota's like, it's open. <laughs> <laughs> so we go, easy peasy. <laughs> yep. And then we went to the bacon house, and we you know, parked there and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, now we're going to jump. Back to before we leave for the Winter Classic, we are across town from Target Field. We're, we're about, about two miles away. Yeah, a little less than two miles. We decided that we wanted to walk instead of pay the $40 to park in the parking garage there. So we decided to walk the one point, it's like 1. like 1.6 or something like that miles. And it is negative field. what? It was it's like, like negative eight degrees outside. Well, well the, home, the walk home was negative eight. The walk there was probably negative four, negative four, negative two. Because the high was negative three. Yeah, we didn't make it around the block, and our beards were frozen, and it wasn't really that. I wasn't cold walking because you know, we had we bundled we're up. We were all wearing like eighty pairs of everything, and we're moving. Yeah, we're moving, so we're you know warm. we get every green light basically. Yeah, surprisingly, we had to, we. It's like I don't know, maybe like twelve, thirteen city blocks, and which isn't that big, but. Yeah, we hit like almost every single green light. We never had to stop at a light. And then if we did, it's like a handful of times. As we got closer, you know, there's more Minnesota fans. So we're just kind of following them because we have never been to Target Field before. Anyway, we get to the NHL pregame, and Tyler wants to go inside so bad for some reason. Well, you well, I'm like, this is Target Center. And you're like, well, this is where the it is. I'm like, it's Target Center. 
Yeah. Well, this is it. I'm like, well, whatever. I'm just going inside then. If it's going to be the fucking place they're playing. Well, they are connected. That, that's my. They that's are connected though. But no. So we're outside. We're outside the. We're outside this pregame thing, and I don't know. Tyler wants to go in so bad. I just want to go to my we, spot. We decided <laughs> to get him to move. Me and Dakota did, and we're walking, and then we see this sign that says Target Field. We're like, oh. Like, yeah, this Wait a is, minute. Yeah, this is Target Center. Target Center. Where the Timberwolves. Yeah, you know, is where the Timberwolves play, which they are connected, but we would have never figured out probably how to get there. There were a ton of fans in there, too. Yeah. A ton. It made it look like it was where the fucking game was. Yeah. But once again, like I said, they're connected, so you could have gotten you know to where you needed to go. But anyway. We kind of go the long way Dakota, to Target Field. Yeah, we did. Dakota's standing there, and this guy standing next to Dakota looks him dead in his eyes like, you need tickets? No. Nope. Why in the hell would I be here? I'm all bundled if up. If I didn't have tickets. You need tickets? And wh- and who? Wh- he probably didn't even have any. I wanted to punch him. <laughs> he probably didn't even have any tickets. Yeah, I'm in a St. Louis Blues jersey. Don't have any fucking tickets. Sorry. Okay, if you ask a Minnesota fan that. But why would you ask a Blues fan that? Winter Classic. Pretty self-explanatory. We got there a little after the gates opened. Fucking scum of life scalper that guy was. Pretty, like I said, pretty self-explanatory. It was an amazing experience. Santa did an amazing job. Uh, we got to see who fall down. Hartman. Hartman, Ryan Hartman fall down on the intro. Blues absolutely were freaking dummy in okay. the Minnesota Wild the well, first two periods. Let's mention these guys to our right. We're at our seats. Well, we're gonna, we got to talk about the guys to our right. We also talk about the guys behind us. Well, uh, let's talk about the guys to our right because they pissed me off. Let's end on a good note. <laughs> the guys to our right, two two Minnesota fans, right? They are clearly kind of drinking. They pre-gamed. They pre-gamed. Pretty hard. And they're like, I don't know. I, I want to say closed-minded. You know what? Yeah, they are closed-minded. Fuck them. And... Like they, they, it's like fucking pregame, uh, not pregame warmups and all that, and the pregame show and everything. They left their seats to go back and forth to get whatever. I don't even know what. I like they never came back with anything. They just kept going back and forth. It's like uh, we had to fucking get up every like fifteen minutes to let these guys go. We're not talking game minutes. We're talking like real life minutes. And. We we're on the last three seats of the row, so we have the aisle seats. It's not they're not disrupting a whole lot of people, but they're just disrupting us. Like really? Fuck you. But they're disrupting so us. So many times was the problem. And it was a ton. And these guys are getting pissed. You know, it, this the the blues and wild, the one one after one, and the blues just unload five goals in the second period. And we're on we're on like what? The left field foul line. Third base. Yeah. We're in foul territory and all that. And this is like where all the blues fans kinda are. And of course there's a ton of wild fans too. But this is Obviously. this is majority of the blues fans are here. And the blues have a tradition of every goal scored. You know, there's a guy named the Towel Man. He points, you know, he gets the crowd riled up and then he he points and there's a ding ding at Enterprise Center and you just count with the bell. You score one goal, one. You score five goals, one, two, three, four, five. You know, you just count it. And yeah, we got we got there. So we're doing 
one, two, three, four, five, and then Minnesota's, Minnesota scores their second goal to make a 5-2. The guys who are right, oh, fuck, they were pissed off. They are fucking drunk. They are fucking closed-minded. You know, they're, they're not like, oh, I like hockey. No, no, they're like, I only like wild. They're like, fuck the St. Louis Blues sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, not, they're not warm people. It was cold. <laughs> and <laughs> that was a good joke. Dakota just flew his arm up, <laughs> and um, the Wild scored their second one, and they just go one, two, fuck the Blues, and like twenty seconds later, the Blues scored <laughs> <laughs> their sixth goal, and we we're like one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> like fuck you, <laughs> and they left. See, but like there was a difference. They between... they, they never came back after the no, yeah. After the a lot period. of people left after the sixth goal. Like they completely left. Like the sixth gone. goal was like forty seconds left in the period. Yeah, a lot of people didn't weren't even there for the third period, which is kind of sad. It is because it's such a big event, and you it's your home team. I know you spent a lot of money on it because everyone did. And it's a special event. You're looking forward to it. It's like we're gonna have fun, and then you don't have fun. No, I do understand the fact though that the Wild underperformed. Or they did. Know, they lower. did. But it's like still, like they're also undermanned. Like even the people there. That were wild fans, like diehard, like the people behind us, like they, they were, were like, great. Yeah, they were like, we just like hockey, you know. It's just the atmosphere, like it's just saying that you were here. They were to- they were toying with us. We were toying with them, yeah. but it was all oh in good my fun. God. The guys it was good us were, fun. I kind of wish we could hang out with them. I know they were funny. Like first off, I love Minnesota Wild fans. I've they been are a great. NHL rings now. Some fans are a little whack. Some Chicago. Of them, some of them we've never been there. No, no, no. Chicago St. Louis games is fifty fifty. Well, that's a rivalry though, and. Still. No, so it's like I like the Minnesota Wild fans. They all are they're I don't know. They just like hockey, obviously. It's a state of hockey. They're very knowledgeable. So they yeah. they get it. They're like, well like we I talked to know. a guy at Dick Sporting Goods for an hour. Yeah, they're cool. I mean like come not come out come to find that his uncle was one of the guys on the Miracle on Ice team. Nineteen eighty team, yep. But First yeah, these off. these guys behind us, they were great. They were hilarious. We're counting, and they're like, well, at least they know how to count. And it's like, it's just funny. we just letting like, you know how many goals you let up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, like they're shitting with us, and we're giving it back to them. And you know, like, like they're shitting on St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny off, as fuck. These guys did their research on St. Louis. It's hilarious. They were like, they're like the Gateway Arch isn't even that great. And then they were <laughs> East St. Louis would be nice if you fucking took care of it. First off, that's an Illinois problem. Yeah, not, <laughs> not, not a Missouri or St. Louis problem. Then they're talking about how the, they're like, Clydesdales aren't even that big. It's like, bro, they're like bro, the have biggest you, horse, dude. Have you seen a horse? This is bigger than a horse. And horses are pretty What was another big. thing that he said? The Mississippi oh, the River is pretty shitty once you get down to St. Louis. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you better put... Yeah, <laughs> I was right like, the Mississippi minutes, River is right here. <laughs> right next to us. And then uh, my favorite one was when they had mittens on. And they're like, hey, St. Louis, <laughs> look at this. And they're trying to flick us off. St. Louis fans, I got something for you. Yeah, He's flicking us just, off with a just, mitten. It's a mitten. So <laughs> 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 it just looks normal. That was the funniest thing. And then the funny part was, like, we were just, we'd shit with them, you know? The the the, the funny thing was, they scored their second. The guy's like, 5-2, fuck the Blues. And he's like, yeah, the Gateway Archie isn't that great. And then the Blues scored immediately yeah, after it. And then we, and we I'm we, like, Gateway Blues. And you're <laughs> I like, was like, I love the Arch. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to count six now. <laughs> <laughs> One, two. No. Uh, 
No, uh, like guys behind us are really nice. They were, they were like, yeah, we're, we're shitting each other, but like it was, it was obviously it was like fun. friendly banter. It was obviously fun. Like we were like laughing after every insult. And the guys who are right, they, no, they they were pissed. They were angry guys. They were like, "Fuck these guys! Oh, fuck them!" Like they're, you know, they're mad. Yeah, you know, they were the guys that you see. You see the, the salt on the rose. That's like they're salty. No, the. No, they, you know, those were the guys that before the game, they were like, if I just sit next to a St. Louis fan, I would be so freaking pissed off. And it's next to three of us. I was at the 2017 Winter Classic Blues versus Hawks. There were some Chicago fans in front of me. I was kind of pissed off. Hawks scored right away in that game. They cheered. I was like, if I have to listen to these guys again, if I have, <laughs> if I have to hear them cheer again, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like se- 17 at the time. <laughs> But I didn't have to hear them again. Yeah, no, you yeah. didn't. So yeah, I'm a I'm two and zero in outdoor games for the teams I like, which is just St. Louis, I guess. Well, not just St. Louis. I like every team, but yeah. I'm team clearly there for St. I'm clearly there for St. Louis. Well, for the two you've been to. Yeah, I've only been to. Those I've been to two. two. I've been to this one, Minnesota, St. Louis. I was also at the last one, Dallas versus Nashville. I really had no Ooh. horse in the fight. I don't know if this is on TV, or if they s- mentioned this on TV. There was a big hit in the second period behind Talbot, and the fucking goal light flew off. Flew and well, and the there Zamboni was some doors are right behind the net. Yeah, so it's not mounted properly. And there's there's these guys like on their knees, is like ready f- to like open the the door yeah, when, the whenever. Cool. They're on their knees. They're not even like really hardly watching the game. They're just kind of just down. And this thing fucking falls right behind them. They're like up against the boards. So is this yeah, thing. Could have got knocked out, dude. This thing you was heavy. is heavy as fuck. I mean, like, it's about as tall. It's probably three feet wide, yeah. at least. And it's got it's heavy. Middle it's a heavy motherfucker. We could hear. Yeah, it almost hits them in the head, but it lands right behind them. Thank God. And it was just funny because big hit. You see the goal light fall off. It's like I've never seen and that before. On, I've never. Well, there was a stoppage in play, and it was like, what are they going to do? They, they kind of set it to the side on the ground. I'm like, well, fuck it. We're just going to set it like, kind of sort of on this rail here. Fuck it. And then the Blues scored to make it like 4-1 or something. 5-1? I don't know. Something like that. 4-1, I think. It was something. <laughs> no lights just going off. It's on like, the ground. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's, I'm like, look at the fucking goal light. Like I said, Minnesota fans are good. Uh, one guy on our way out uh, let us know that uh, he <laughs> didn't approve of our mask. Your mask. I mean, my mask in particular for some reason. Nice mask, St. Louis fan. It's like like not th- like 90% over. of the people there were bundled up, obviously. With masks? With masks on. And I'm, I'm not talking about COVID masks. I'm talking about like ski masks or hunting like, masks. Yeah, hunting masks. Like anything that covers like basically everything. But I don't eyes. want my face frozen, which I I said, oh, I'm just going to grow a beard and that's going to be it. <laughs> so yeah, we just kind of thought that was funny because it was very relatable to our Indianapolis story when the guy was talking about tongue. Dakota and his tongue. He's like, "Put your tongue away, huh? Like, what are you talking about? Talking to you, faggot? Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, you, you homophobe too? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, like, what, what's happening here? Jeez. And uh, you're just a mean spirit. No. So then we now we're walking <laughs> out. You know, we're trying. First Dude, off, we try s- to get merchandise s- since the six- that place was. Since the 6-4 final, you know, Minnesota fans have been kind of looking at us like, whatever, before the game. After the game, they kind of they kind of got a chip on their shoulder and like, they see us. why are you us. still here? Yeah, because we got blues shit on, and it's like, they're like, the f- fuck you. <laughs> no, it's kind of funny. So we obviously had to walk back the mile and a half, too. 
That one wasn't actually bad. It was actually worth going. It wasn't. Because by yeah. that time we were already cold. It was a good defroster, though. Yeah, I could feel my toes again. Yeah. Whew, my toes went numb. So we, that get period. Home, we get home. There was one thing on this trip that we all said. Once we're in Minnesota, we will not be eating fast food or any chain restaurants. And what did we, we, we do? tried our hardest. We tried our hardest. We went to three different locations. Every place was closed. Every place it was, was well. It not was all of them were closed. They just had their the, kitchen. They were just down. bars open. Yeah. And yeah, they're like they're all like, yeah, we don't have a kitchen open. It's like oh, it's like oh, Darren. Like I, I have an empty stomach. I'm not gonna drink alcohol on an empty stomach. I haven't eaten since fucking bacon. And <laughs> it's bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a time. And that was at like what? It's a whole, it's a whole that was like at w- one maybe. It's like, I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, we try places. We walk nine minutes one way. A little underdressed, but... Well, we thought we were only going across the street. Yeah. But, yeah, we just didn't do it. And we're like, well, we got to eat something because we're starving. And like, fuck, let's just get Taco Bell. Yeah. So we come home, eat Taco Bell, and walk Step Brothers. Hey, you don't say that. <laughs> we, hit the, we hit the hay, wake up this morning way too early. For yeah. uh, interview with uh, Bill, like we said earlier. You texted him at 2 a.m.? Yeah. That's oof, that's tough. Well, I te- no, I, I texted guy. him the thing at like 10, but then he texted me back at 2, and then we were texting back and forth. But, uh... That's not what he said. You know, I was just sleeping, I hear ding, I'm like, oh. That's what he said. Anyway, don't matter. The, oh. had, a, had a good interview with him, and then we went to the Mall of America, which, you know, obviously is nice well place. known for... How big it is, and there's a theme park in the middle. They got a big Lego store. And oh god, going on. big Lego store. Once again, though, there's got like an aquarium. four lids in that store. Not maybe five. If, I don't know. They if just don't. What I don't understand is it's the state of hockey. Every place we go to to get merchandise, we want merchandise. There's some people that have asked me to get them some merchandise, and they'll pay me back and stuff like that. I can't find Winter Classic mer- merchandise except for at the actual Target Field. There are some Winter Classic merchandise. There is some Winter Classic merchandise, like, at those stores. But it's, like, it's just, not like, wild. That's not what we're looking for, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a Krill Kaprizov t-shirt. It's like, yeah. What we're looking for is, like, the logo. Like, the logo of the Winter Classic. Like, not, like, wild or blues. Or, like, Winter Classic, and it has the, teams, the wild yeah, and blues yeah. on it. We're looking for the event, not a specific team. Not, like, hey, this is the wild's look. No, 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 no. Let's let's do like the event, yeah, like you said. Yeah. And it was a, it, yeah, back. we couldn't do it. When we went to, we went to Dick's Sporting Goods, talked to that guy for an hour. Oh, we had back. Wahlburgers. That's right. That's what we had for lunch. We had a Juicy Lucy, all three of us. Yeah. I'd recommend it. I mean, uh, Wahlburgers. I don't know if it's the best place to get a Juicy Lucy. I would assume not. It was okay. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there are other places like actually like Minnesota restaurants. Well, explain what Ju- a Juicy Lucy is. So a Juicy Lucy is a, uh, it can either be just a big patty infused with cheese or just two patties with a bunch of cheese in the middle where they kind of just cook together. Yeah, so it's a hamburger. So it's, yeah, it's just like a, it's like a gusher, but made with meat and cheese. And yeah, the Wahlburgers was okay. Like it was good. It, like the Wahlburgers it was is filling. kind of a fast food. It kind of reminds me of Shake Shack a little bit. But it's it's, it's the a reason small we went there is because we don't have one of those where we're at. So we're like, this yeah, it's the first our, one. That yeah, this might be our only opportunity to get one. So and we've been looking for this Juicy Lucy for 
ever. Bit, yeah, so because we had a recommendation prior, actually by the person you're gonna hear the interview on Today. after this. So he told us to check those out. So because he was here with us, we had another recommendation, but we never really found out the the place, and they kind of closed early too. So it was like, is it the timing just wasn't there? But uh, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of restaurants that have Juicy Lucy's. I mean, it's a Minneapolis, Minnesota yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a thing here. So we just have very limited time, and we're leaving tomorrow. So I mean, it was it was great. Uh, the Mall of America. It's cool. It's all right. We weren't really there to shop. We were, we were really there, there for just to get the wild, wild, stuff. wild or winter classic. And uh, you know, I got some North Star. I got a North Star's hat and a wild hat because I didn't have either one of those. So, as well, get two birds stoned at once. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we've done so far. And we went to Dick's. That's what I already said. That though. Oh, what about Dick's? I, I got. Hey, I got. I got some Viking shit. Yeah, we kind of gassed up on Minnesota Viking stuff. USA hockey. Sounds a bit Dakota chickens. got a got a. A, uh, a hockey stick. We're gonna go. We're playing on some pond hockey tomorrow in the state of hockey. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. We'll have some pictures. Post that on our socials. Freezing. I'm sure they're already up by now. By the time you guys hear this, so yeah, go check those out. Um, anything else? No, send them to the interview. So yeah. Uh, well, first off, I'm gonna say I like Minnesota. I, I love like Minneapolis. Minnesota. I like St. Paul. I love everybody that's here. Except for that guy at the gas station with the Tesla. <laughs> we yeah, walked by, we walked by a gas station, and these guys were yelling at this dude that was in a Tesla. He's like, boy your, says to them, move your Tesla. Is this your fucking Tesla? That's, that's one of those moments where you just look forward, and you're like, I don't look, don't look. I don't hear anything. This. Keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. That or I'm going to meet Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it here. This would, uh, in the future, if I ever want to move, this might be an, an option. This is an option. I think Minneapolis is actually a pretty clean city. Compared to St. Louis? Yes. Yeah. I kind of like this. I've been to a couple cities now, like decent-sized ones. I've only this, been... This been and Vegas are very similar. Not... I'm not talking about, like, the Vegas strip. I'm talking about, like, just cl- like cleanliness. This and Vegas are pretty similar. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, this place is pretty nice. It looks... Really foggy, really like smoky, apartments. but it's just, it's steam. You know, it's fucking freezing here. Yeah, it's a. I love the city. It's. I want to come back here. I just want to watch like a wild game. Yep. Just just go to XL Center. Go to Tom Reed's before a game. Check out that that little strip. That like, yeah, that like Broadway little, Street. It's kind of like Broadway Street in Nashville. That, uh, that place is cool too in Nashville. But yeah, they got their little version here in Minnesota. Went to Tom Reese, that's located nearby. Oh my god, I love that place. I gotta go again and again. That's like my go to place if I go here. Well yeah, it's the only every single time I'm here. Bar. Every single time I'm here, I have to go there. Gotta get the poutine. Gotta watch some games. Every time. I plan on coming here a lot now. A lot, lot. Anything else? No. Maybe we'll be back for the the high school state championship. Maybe. All right. All right, so now on to our interview with Kane Van Gate.
Here on episode 38, we are glad to be joined by legendary beer league goaltender Kane Van Gate. Most of you who don't know who this is would probably just know it by three letters, KVG, or even possibly Gatesy, or maybe Kaner. For all the NHL teams out there listening, Kane is still of age to be an emergency backup for anyone who still in, still needs that uh, position filled. Uh, he's already available for that. Very available. Yeah. Like freed up. He does nothing most of the time. <laughs> I'll book my airplane ticket right now. All right. Sorry. Continue. All right. Yeah. Continuing on. Uh, Kaner has played uh, 15 years for the NR Rebels uh, in the BHL. Uh, I heard you're the backup of that team. Or are you more what the starter? You're, there, so you, I'm the franchise goaltender. That's the... that's not synonymous with backup. Oh, so no, you've been misinformed. I've never, no. I've never backed up in my in that... my BHL career. Oh, I got oh, in the BHL career. <laughs> more questions are yeah. Uh, also for the Rebels, uh, he wins the championship every year, which is kind of hard to believe. To be honest with you, well, fact check, bud. <laughs> More uh, misinformed. Uh, the only other team uh, Kane has played for, which we're gonna really bring it back here, is uh, his Pee Wee House team. So, obviously, just top of the line players uh, for the Comets. Where uh, all the way back in 1998, I heard somewhere that he possibly won the state championship. Would you like to uh, explain what happened? Yeah, we won state. Um, I should have been in net. We won four to two. If I was in net, we would have won four nothing. But you know, politics are when you're ten. There's a lot of politics involved with playing time. So I didn't get in there. But um, you know, I, I was without my positive attitude on the bench, especially when I told the coach like I would have saved that one. Um, I think that's what got the boys across. So, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, you just wanted to let them know. Yeah, it's been, you know, like 20 years or whatever, but I guarantee you all those guys talk about that with their families probably mm-hmm. probably quite Every regularly. Every Christmas. Yeah. It's always the topic of conversation at Thanksgiving. Probably. Do you think that's one of the biggest regrets just ever? For the of coach. the coach? For, yeah, for the coach. Probably. That's Parent a good question. probably bribed him. Probably. Well, he said politics were involved. Yeah, parents yeah. probably complained oh about gosh. playing time because you were taking up all the starts. Yeah, I mean, looking back, he's got to look back and feel kind of like a clown. But uh, lucky for him, we still got the win. Mm-hmm. I mean, four two, decent game. Yeah, maybe on like what three shots? Maybe I don't remember. I mean, all I know is I would have stopped all, however many there were. All three. It was single digits. Yeah, single digits. <laughs> Well, moving on, Kaner has been to a decent amount of NHL All-Star games, but hasn't appeared in any. He would like to mention, though, that he tried to get an All-Star game together in the BHO, but no one uh, took it seriously enough. Well, no one showed up. Like, everyone's like, oh, my wife has this or my kid has that. And it's like, figure out your priorities, guys. Like, this is beer league. This is very important. So, yeah, it was real frustrating. But eventually we are going to, the BHLPA and I are really working vigorously on getting an All-Star game here at some point. Those were the excuses? family yeah family and like work like uh it's it's don't even get me started it's so pathetic it's beer league number one and then family number two right absolutely yeah that's what i thought and then like if you're religious throw that in there somewhere too but yeah hockey comes first at least in my world if kane if kvg ever has free time he spends it watching his movie the hockey journey for like the probably i'd say about the thousandth time you can find that on iTunes if you're interested in that. Yeah. Or he'll be coaching at RGA, which is Racing Goalie Academy, where he has been for the past eight years coaching goalies. But honestly, he makes a little bit more YouTube videos than actually teaching them how to play goalie. Yeah, I get in some trouble for you know, emphasizing the windmill quite a bit. Bruce isn't the biggest fan of that. Mm. Um, he likes He's a big fan of efficiency, and I, I like to 
you know, just get the crowd going a bit. So we don't exactly see eye to eye on that, but, um, you know, it's been, it's been a pretty good gig. Speaking of YouTube, Kaner has a YouTube channel under his name, Can Van Gate, where he uh, has... Kane Van Gate 38. 38, mm-hmm. sorry. Another okay. misinformed, yeah, see. Uh, but he has piled up 47.1K subscribers, along with 47.3K on Instagram and 5.6K on Twitter. So what's up with the Twitter number right there? Why is it 46, 46, 5? I don't know. People aren't as good at Twitter, I guess. Um, you know, I'm not sure. Twitter's... Yeah, I didn't even know how many Twitter followers I had, to be honest with you. I thought I had like 75,000. You said I only had 5,000? Yeah, 5.6. I guess I got to work on that then. Yeah. All right. Noted. Kaner also has a clothing brand, just like us, but his is called BHLPA, where you can get pillow pillows. If you don't know what that is, you have to go check it out at, P- at BHLPA.com. And while you're at it, you can go check ours out at Fanville Shop in our Instagram bio. Well, anyway... Thanks for swinging by this afternoon and taking time out of your day to record this episode. How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, really excited to be here. It's great to see you again, Evan. Great to meet the fellas. And, yeah, let's uh, let's talk some hockey here. Yeah, we got a good little thing going here. Everyone's roasting each other. That's how you know it's going to be a good one. Let's start off with YouTube because that's where most people are going to know you from. Mm-hmm. What made you decide to put yourself out there on a platform like YouTube where, you know, like basically the whole entire world can see you? Mm-hmm. What made you, you know, take that step? Uh, you, you almost kind of answered it yourself there. I mean, it's a way to put yourself out in front of the entire world. I knew that, you know, even though I'm a beer leaguer, with my setups, um, I know that I have a, a raw, rare talent, and I just thought the world needed to see it. Um, I also thought the world needed to know that how important beer league hockey is, and that you know, being a hockey player at any level, whether, whether it's the NHL or AHL or BHL, you know, it can it can be very important, and it's something that you know, hockey fans can can get behind. And I just kind of wanted to tell our story. Um, so we did BHL 36, and that was just kind of a live look into my life, um, which is beer league hockey, and just kind of show you guys how I get prepared, um, you know, everything I do day to day to lead up to that one day a week where we play, um, which is a lot of work goes into that. So check out BHL 36 if you haven't seen any of my videos, and then after that, um, yeah, you can watch any, the order doesn't really matter after that, but definitely watch BHL 36 first. A lot of uh, positive uh, comments on those. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, people love it. I think they're, you know, people love the setups and the six saves. And, you know, I get chirped when I get scored on, but that's hockey, you know. Did like, you say six saves or six saves? Um, well, now that you say that, in BHL 36, I did make six mm-hmm. SIX saves in that game in the 7 4 victory. So that would be six plus four. One, two, three. So 10 shots, uh, double digits. That's kind of a lot. Um, but I, did say sick s-i-c-k so both okay yeah so all six of yeah. them were sick correct what about the other four i don't want to talk about those so. i don't like to dwell on goals i just like to you know learn uh, learn from them and just kind of move on usually like blame the back checkers and bark at them and just move on from it's in it. the past yeah exactly it's in the past oh it's only a learning experience yeah at this point for them yeah <laughs> yeah so uh we're going to stay on the YouTube topic and on YouTube and on social media. Were you that popular off the bat or was there something that kind of clicked that turned KVG into the, the best beer league goalie on social media? I want to say yes, but from like a follower standpoint, not off the bat. I mean, it takes you create your account and you got to wait and get some followers. So it took a little bit of time, but I think 
I don't know. I think it was always there. Um, we did, like I said earlier, our first video, BHL 36, we put out there and it got decent views. And then it was about like eight to 10 months later, it really started to pick up. And people like Mike McKenna, for example, were reaching out saying, you got to make more videos. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I mean, I was already planning on it anyways. I kind of figured it would blow up, but uh, it's, it's hard to predict. And um, yeah, it's been a fun ride. But to answer your question, it nothing happens overnight. You know, you got to really grind and you got to Make sure, you know, when you windmill, you exaggerate it enough to impress people. You got to make sure your pads look good. You got to make sure you're taking pictures of your pads like every other day and post them on. So there's a lot of hard work that goes into this that people probably don't think about. But um, so, yeah, it took a while to get to that point. A lot of hard work. What's a day in a life looking like for you? Um, Like a game day or just a uh, non-game day? We'll say the other non- six days of the week. The- you know, so we'll do the other six days because okay. uh, it takes a little more of your time. Yeah, and if and for the watch BHL thirty six for a live look at you know a game day. So a non game day, um, I try not to sleep in too late. Like I usually get out of bed by like eleven eleven thirty, um, get some breakfast, maybe take Lady Bing for a walk. Um, you know, I, I like to send emails out to the boys to make sure they got their skate sharpened and uh, fresh tape on their stick. Like, you know, you got to look the part. Like when my teammates don't have fresh tape on their twigs, it really bothers me. So um, I reached out to them just to make sure they have their affairs in order um, because that affects me um, on Tuesday nights. So, yeah, it's, it's all preparing for Tuesday or, you know, or Wednesday, whatever that night is. Sometimes it changes. Uh, sometimes sessions we play Tuesday nights. Sometimes it's Wednesday. It just kind of depends. But uh, it, it all centers around that game. And, um you know, I'm just always getting mentally and physically prepared. So, yeah, like walk, light stretch. Uh, you know, I don't know. Might do like some Pilates or something. I don't know. Just anything I can do to be ready to go on Tuesday night. Yeah, pretty casual day. Just kind of I mean, going through. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's it's a pretty full day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Pilates normally is like, what, an hour long? Yeah. Yeah, and then we go on a walk, and then, you know, like I said, we watch Hockey Journey. It, it, it fills up pretty quick. Like, I... Yeah, it's a long day. Yeah, it's a long day. I get it. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So, like on game days, um, do you always go 100 percent, or you know, like if you're facing like not that good of a team, kind of lay back a little bit in the net, just kind of relax, or is it always 100 percent? I always go 100 percent, and I'm relaxed. So yes, I wouldn't. I can't imagine what would happen if you weren't relaxed. You're just tense, and you're really just trying hard as you can i just you know as a goaltender you can't get can't get too high you can't get too low but obviously as a goaltender it's always 100 percent. there's no there's no 98 percent effort it's 100 or zero could you imagine how pissed off the other team would be when they're like this guy's super good it looks like he's not even trying yeah that'd be frustrating wouldn't it yeah yeah i wouldn't know how that feels because i'm not i don't know i'm not a shooter i'm a goalie so yeah yeah Same mindset know. So you talked about your goalie pads earlier and how you take pictures of them every day, almost like a religion. Uh, but you are a big, you know, gear nerd. Uh, you normally get new gear about, I'd say, one to two years. Is that proper time range, you think? Yeah, I usually get a setup every season or every other season, typically, mm. yeah. Uh, what goes into some of your pad designs? Because you've kind of been all over the place from, like, you had a brown set you currently have a blue set. You know, you kind of throw some other colors in there. Kind of talk about what goes uh, through your head when you're designing some pads here. 
Um, so I usually get together with a panel of experts and they help me design and conceptualize um, a, a pad that we think is going to get the most likes on Instagram and get the most views on YouTube. And so any of our all white sets, like that wasn't me and the panel putting those together. That was just something that came from Bauer uh, to test out. But my recent sets, like the Hyperlite set and then the 2X set, um, myself and some experts put together what we thought was the best looking pad in the world. And um, I think a lot of people agree with us. So a lot goes into those designing pads. Like I know there's a lot of customizers out there, but you know, if you want to, if you want to get the most out of your custom design, you need to get together with some experts, ask them their opinions, put some science behind it. You know, it's not just picking colors. Like there's, there's a lot that goes into this. So it took me probably about, um, I probably worked on it for about five, six hours a day for like a month before I was able to finalize my color scheme for my last setup. Except for on Tuesdays, right? Yes. No, correct. Yeah. Correct. No, Tuesdays is, uh, I, I, I like to unplug mm -hmm. on Tuesdays and just focus on the task at hand, the game. Speaking of uh, working with the experts, do you go like uh, go with the times of like the trends that goalies are going with, like kind of go along with the flow, or do you just like want to be different, make your own thing? Uh, do you mean like equipment or playing style? Equipment. Equipment, definitely modern as can be. Mm -hmm. um, so I wear, there's a Bauer Hockey. It's the biggest brand in hockey. That's, I'm pretty brand loyal to them. Um, I think they make a phenomenal pad. So, and it's real state of the art. It's it's so different than the pads that uh, I wore growing up that were like stuffed with deer hair and, and things mm -hmm. like that. So um, definitely, definitely more modern gear for sure. And may as well add on playing style as well. Why not? Yeah, playing style, you know, I think it's important to um, adapt with the times, right? Like, mm -hmm. you got to be able to use reverse and you got to be able to handle the puck and you got to be able to load correctly and you got to be able to recover correctly. But you got to be able to windmill and you got to be able to sell saves. Like, if it's an average save and I just like catch the puck here, no one's going to be impressed by that. But if I take it and I like make it seem like it's an above average save and you know, get the crowd going or one or two people get them going. And you never know, like they could be a scout, they could know a scout. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I would say it's a combination of modern style with a little bit of some, you know, Grant Fuhr, Curtis Joseph flair that I got growing up here in St. Louis. Yeah. A little bit of pizzazz. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Tyler mentioned your playing style. Yours is a little different actually, cause you're a left-handed goalie. Yeah. How does that affect you positively or negatively, either to yourself or for others? Um, I've had shooters say that it gives me an advantage. They say they look up and see a lefty, and they're like, oh, it messes me up. And I'm like, okay, buddy. I think that's just an excuse. Uh, I don't think it makes a difference whether you're lefty or righty. I don't think you have an advantage or a disadvantage. I think either you're good and you look good in your gear or you don't. That's my opinion. So I don't know. I don't think there is an advantage there, to be honest with you. So when you're playing, have you ever had anybody try to pull off the Michigan on you? And would you get offended <laughs> if someone tried to do it to you? Offended? No. Have they? Yes. And I just chopped their stick and the puck fell off and we got it and we broke out. And I didn't say anything. I wanted to. But uh, the kid had pretty sick hands. So I'm like, I'm going to keep my mouth shut in case he does it again. So <laughs> Does the Zegris on you next time. Yeah. So I, I learned... Um, you know, sometimes when I chirp, it backfires, so I'm trying to, like, take a step back on well, that. Well, he would but. see that coming. He's got eyes in the back of his head. So yeah. he would he would know the puck is getting flipped over the net. Yeah. Just go, and, like, whack it out of the air. <laughs> Doesn't look that hard to do. No. Hand-eye coordination is just like a 
a side thing you got going on. Yeah, and our paddles, you know, we have paddles on our stick, so it's real easy to zegers the puck away. Yeah. Um, you'd think an NHL goalie would be able to do that, but hey, well. it's, it's right there. The puck's yeah. like just right above you. Yeah. No one has possession of it. I'm surprised they didn't pull him after that goal. But. <laughs> yeah, first goal of the game. Yeah, it's that. Um, talk, speaking about NHL players, have you ever walked in a room and made like an NHL player nervous? Because your presence is pretty strong. Like sitting here right now, like I'm kind of nervous just you sitting over there. Your eyes are getting a little watery, your, actually. Yeah, like, I'm getting a honesty. little bit nervous. Appreciate your honesty. Um, probably. Um, I don't know for sure because I, you know, I'm not them. I'm not inside their head. But I got to skate with some Blues guys a couple summers ago, and I'm pretty sure Preko and Tarasenko were a little nervous when they saw me because they they knew me from YouTube and Instagram. And uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was me, or I don't know if it was my gear or my mask or what. But but you could, they were a little intimidated. You could, I could tell. I think it all goes together. Like the helmet, the jersey. They're it's like, oh my god, I've There's seen like that. Layers of yeah. intimidation. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. that guy before. Mm-hmm. Don't shoot on his glove side, which is actually everyone else's blocker side. Yeah. But uh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's one thing intimidating. It's like okay, there's got to be some some sort of weakness. You're looking for everything, but everything's just. Spot on. Yeah, it's like, you, oh, gosh. You, you want to get them overthinking and just buried in your chest or shoot wide. How do know? teams even score against you, to be honest? Some guys don't backjack or. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, you know, it's hockey. You you know, I'm with you. I kind of figured I'd get shout outs every game, too, but it doesn't always work out that way. Well, I mean, it's only 10 shots on goal, you know. That's a lot, dude. I mean, double digits. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you do one more than that, I can't even count that on my hands. I had 15 one game. 15 and saves playoffs. or shots? Shots. Oh. Yeah. Did you at least get double digit saves? Yeah. Yeah, we won uh like 7 to 3 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was one of my that was a really good game. How many uh games would you say in your career do you have uh, over double digit saves? BHL career? Yeah. At least 4. 4 at least. Oh. That's an interesting number actually. I mean probably I don't know, probably more. I don't know. Five? Yeah, probably like six or seven. Well, oh. you got to think, like, if you're going up to him, you're like, do I even really want to shoot on him and get embarrassed? Exactly. And so, like, like, they kind of just lay off. So that's why the shots are so low. Yeah, and everyone says it's because I have a bunch of D1 players as defensemen. That helps. But I think it's more the intimidation factor. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I and the cameras are on them. They're kind of sweating a little bit, the lights. Oh, yeah, everyone gets nervous yeah. in front of the camera. Do you think sure. your equipment sets kind of a, an illusion to the shooters maybe like they think they see something they shoot it but it's just simply wide like they think, think they have something you're open. onto something i think it's more of a distraction yeah like they're there's more like they're mesmerized like oh my god like how does that guy look so good like mm-hmm. here and then they just kind of get in their own head and make a mistake so gosh yeah. i i haven't been there and i don't want to be there yeah um come out to brentwood if you want I don't we know. might have to gotta <laughs> get us out there with you yeah Except it really wouldn't work out too well. You'd be my it'd just be two goalies and a shooter. Well, you'd be my backup. You know that, right? Oh, well, I was going to – I could go against you. It's a pretty good honor to be a backup for him. Yeah. I could hold the camera you'd be for the you. first. <laughs> yeah. Be the first. So jumping back to YouTube, mm-hmm. how do you come up with the ideas for your YouTube and your Instagram? Like what's kind of the, the background to how you come up with this stuff? Because some of it's a little off the wall. Um. Off the wall. Well, I don't know. I think my video guy and I usually put our brains together and um, come up with some pretty solid ideas. Uh, 
a lot of it's shootout. So like, let's say, you know, if three-year-old skater is chirping me nonstop, eventually I'm like, all right, buddy, like, let's do a shootout. And then there's this kid named Rocco who was like nine or 10 at the time. And he chirped me at the rink so much that it, it just really got under my skin. So I'm like, all right, nine-year-old, like, let's do this. Like, let's one-on-one, let's show the world what's up. And um, that didn't work out the way I wanted it to, but... I still made a couple pretty sick saves and um yeah it's it, so it's kind of the ideas kind of come to us you know um we don't really sit down and like try to get creative it's just like this is my life so we're just kind of recording my life as, as much as we can so for most of your instagram post you're in gear like not on an ice rink so do you ever feel kind of awkward just walking around town wearing your goalie gear or like do people kind of get like the vibe of like oh is this guy gonna get drafted is he taking like draft photos they probably think that i mean i look like an nhl goalie yeah. with the gear um what was the first part of that question do, it, uh, do you I walk feel around awkward? town yeah you just walk around town with no, i gear feel on. i feel more comfortable grocery shopping in my hockey gear than i do in my street clothes it's just society doesn't see it that way so I probably just jealous conform. to be honest oh for sure well i mean they don't have for a sure. matching set of bowers at home yeah yeah, I was like showing off. There's some lady last time at Mormon, and she's like, she didn't, she pretended like she didn't know what like the Hyperlight or the Odin slide was. And I'm like, okay, you know, so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Teach she's just own. like grocery shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm sure it is. Could you imagine like, being her? Yeah, I just, just not know. She pretended to like not know anything about hockey or YouTube. She probably or, obviously knew, but she, she was probably, like, probably just intimidated. She's probably like scared like Dakota was. Did yeah. She have a little, yeah. Was she shaking? No. Did she have nine one one out? No. Oh, she thought probably thought she's about to get robbed. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what it was. I like that. I like that. That, that was, was a good one. one. Not that. That, that was a good one. He snuck that in there. He's good with the one liners. Yeah, he'll get him out there. That was solid. So we talked about Bauer. How mm-hmm. do you feel about that new logo? I mean, I, you probably have to say yes, but maybe you could tell us what you actually think about it. Hold on one sec. Oh, is Bauer calling you? I absolutely love the new logo. I think it does a phenomenal job <laughs> of representing the brand, and it looks really cool. That sounds did you natural. type that up earlier for us, or somebody did? Oh, some... um, no, like it's uh, Mr. Bauer. It's yeah, Mr. Bauer sent me that. It's true. It's it's a cool looking logo. It's different, but um, I kind of like where they're going with it. And I like that they still have the Bauer logo. Like, it's not yeah. like they got rid of their main logo. It's just a secondary logo. Yeah. And it's like a shoulder logo. Yeah, like series. an alternate. Yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. So I remember when you, like, first kind of started doing with stuff with Bauer, they gave you a, a cardboard cutout of yourself. Yeah. Still you have still it. have that? What's he up to? He's greeting people when they walk in my house. Oh. Yeah, just, like, front and center, right there. High five. Well, he's cardboard, yeah. so yeah. When my nephew high fived him, I made him sit in timeout. I wasn't too happy oh. about that. Yeah, there's only one of those. Yeah, yeah. Limited time, and only one person got it. Yeah, but no, it's um. Yeah, I say hi to myself every every day. Every time I walk in the front door, I'm just right there. Is it a uh, life size? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That's gotta be weird. It's like your twin. Yeah, exactly. Same height. He's always wearing the same thing. He doesn't do laundry. No, he doesn't. But he looks sharp in that suit, though. Yeah, and he's he's wearing skates. Yeah, skates. He's a little suit. bit taller than you, actually. Yeah, you're right. That's intimidating. Eh. You get in your gear in front of him, just be like, kind of 
copy that style again? No, I mean I practice chirps on them sometimes. Oh, well, that's good. You know, how does uh, how does Lady Bing, which is your dog, by the way, how does how does she uh, treat him? She used to, well, she bark. She was confused for a while. She thought it was me, and then she'd look over at me and look over at it, and then like look on the side and see it was flat. So she was kind of real confused. Mm-hmm. But at first she barked. Now she's just used to it. Just being, you know, the when you walk in my house, there's a uh, you know like one room there. Instead, instead of having like decorations and furniture, we just have that like, mm-hmm. right there. So yeah, I don't think dogs understand the whole two D thing. Yeah, yeah, are. it's kind of a hard concept to get around. Like it's it's looks three D, but it's actually two D. I explained it to her, but I don't think she oh. knew what I was talking mm-hmm. about. Is there a plan to get a Lady Bing cardboard cutout? Oh, Ooh. now there is. Okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> a really good idea. Write that down yeah. or send that to Bowers. Maybe they'll maybe they'll yeah. get you. Maybe you can get it by nah. Maybe next Christmas. Maybe Lady Bing can get sponsored too. We're we're working on that. We're working on you that. Don't, get, don't spoil They keep saying stuff. she doesn't play hockey, and I'm like, that you know of. Seen her in shinny hockey. You see her in my backyard. She's like, if Barber tried to stick handle, he wouldn't stand a chance. Her paws are too mm. quick. Silky. Very. So what goes into making a YouTube video? We're talking like post production, pre production. What's going on with that? Um, I don't know. I just have somebody else do it. I just show up and say, yo, let's film this. And then, um, and then my editor goes home and I, I, I try to text him like every four or five hours just to get updates. And it usually takes him about three to three to five days to edit, just give or take. And he's always like, I have a job. I have kids. I have a wife. And it's like, dude, edit my video. I don't care. I don't want to hear excuses. We just went full, full circle right there. Seems yeah, like everyone we, has we, an excuse. Yeah, we started from the people on your team not caring about, you know, back checking or showing up to the All-Star game. And so like that. now we're talking about your own people. Yeah. It's going full circle. Yeah, it's frustrating at times. But, you know, someone has to keep this ship going. And mm-hmm. that someone's me. Yeah. If, you, if you had a, a dollar for every time someone said, oh, I have family or, or a job. God, I'd be able to buy so many pairs of pads. Oh, my God. Yeah, so many pairs of pads. The hyperlight ones. Yeah, like three pairs. Mm-hmm. Only three. Mm-hmm. A lot. Uh, I mean, for one dollar. Yeah. Per mm-hmm. you know person talking. I mean. Yeah. They're so worth you, every dollar. So your last uh, video was with Buddy the Elf. How'd you meet? Uh, how'd you meet Buddy? So Will Farrell and I are good buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, pun unintended. There, we actually had the same birthday, July sixteenth, and so he's always wanted to be in a YouTube video of mine, and I was like. You know, I'm usually busy, um, so I don't know. We just found a way to get him in there. So it's really cool to have Will Ferrell and AK Buddy the Elf in one of my videos. So yeah, we you don't guys should check that out. Identity. Yeah. Um, are there any challenges to making a video in an ice rink? No. Oh well. Oh, like the video part. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah. The actual video part. Um, I know. Yeah, you're... like audio, audio for sure. Because mm-hmm. there's like generators, and then you know, Zamboni pucks off the glass, so it's like the noise is tough. Um, so we, we now use a lapel mic. So if you look closely in any of my videos, you can see I'm, I have like a lapel mic right here. We tried other ways and it's just, the audio is really tough. I thought you meant like me performing on the video. Oh. I was like, I, I know no you're issue. performing well. Okay. It's just the like actual the, technology. The technology. Yeah. yeah. So it's more audio than anything. Um, filming now with cameras and, uh, even like real cameras to iPhones, like the video, it's so easy to capture awesome video, but as you guys know, the audio can be challenging. 
I would think that it might be a little bit hard with how fast you're sliding side to side. Because I've seen you go super fast. It'd be yeah. pretty hard for a camera to catch up with that. You're kind of a genius. So we go wide angle. Oh, okay. Or at least I tell my guy, I'm like, I'm going to go fast, go wide angle, or go slow-mo so you can keep up with me or whatever. We make it work. You hit that fisheye kind of lens where you get the whole rink. Exactly. And you can always tighten it up, too, or Mm -hmm. crop it or whatever. So So when you have, you know, guests appear on your videos, I mean, like, how hard are you begging? I mean, how, uh, how do they beg you to get on? Um, you know... Like, some people, we might have to ask them or, you know, like, offer them, like, BHLPA apparel. And usually people are like, yeah, you know. Um, some people, you know, whose names rhyme with um, Schmam, Schmanson, who used to play for the Blues and are really tough. Like, it was really tough to get a celebrity like that and convince him. Um, but, you know, I, I just made him watch my channel, and I guess he realized how awesome it was. And... Um, he said, he said uh, I, one of his buddies told me he was just doing it to be nice and that he felt bad for me, but I'm pretty sure they were just joking, and he wanted uh, he wanted some eyes on him. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted the airtime. 47.1 subscribers. Something thousand? like that. Yeah, yeah, well. I mean, he wanted he wanted some He, he probably didn't see it on FaceTime. Twitter, though. The 5.6. Yeah. Twitter. Schmitter. Yeah, it's probably, probably YouTube, I'd say. Yeah. Twitter's kind of dead anyway. Yeah, right? Like, who? Like, I don't even have a Twitter... Nor do I go on there to look to see who's tweeting. Yeah, there's like t- like billions of people who use it. Like, and people aren't even tweeting. They're just retweeting what other people tweet. Exactly. So it doesn't make any sense. They set themselves up for failure. There's a character limit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you're unique. You're not going to retweet what somebody tweeted. You're right. Well, I retweet the NHL quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I'm trying well, that's to That's the NHL. Trying to get yeah. that e-bug spot. How, how can you use Twitter as a character when they have a character limit? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know, man. And it used like, to be shorter. Like, they made it longer, right? Yeah, it's like 120 now. Yeah, and it Which, used and they, to be... And spaces count as a character. Yes. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Probably not enough room for NHL teams to beg you to come play e-bug for them. So, well, yeah, they, yeah. Have, to make it, they have to make it proper. So they have to start off with, like, the date and stuff like that. I mean, by the time they say, please, please come to, you know, wherever. To... Character limits up. Yeah. It yeah, has to be tough. an official... Thing. It's tough. We have an episode that we did um, back when Mitch Korn was a goalie coach for the Nashville Predators. You guys got to watch it. I don't want to ruin it for you, but he tried to get a hold of me for that situation, and I ended up turning my phone off because my teammates were pranking me, and I thought my teammates were pranking me, and it was really Mitch Korn, and it was a uh, lesson learned. So I'll never turn my phone off again because mm-hmm. uh, you never know who's going to call. So answer every single call. Even if it says spam, just answer it. You never know. How do those conversations go? They're usually robots. But yeah. So you have to have fun with them. Actually, they're like always robots. But you never know. Yeah, I was about to say, you said usually, so there's probably sometimes it wasn't. But yeah. you backed it up with always. Yeah, I went back there a little bit. Mm. It happens. So you mentioned pranks on your team. I mean, are you more of a, a oh, prankster or no. are you the one getting pranked? No, I take it very seriously. My teammates like to... They know that I want to get scouted, so, like, they'll pretend to be scouts and, like, shoot me fake texts or whatever, and they think it's hilarious, and it's not because it really messes with my emotions. Yeah, I mean, they need you Tuesday night. Yeah. That's why I told them, like, do you guys want me to be, like, oh, you mean, like, they don't want me to go because they need me yeah. to net Tuesday yeah. night. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, they're messing with you. That's and, why but they're... they're messing with their own teammates. So they're, they're they don't want you. me to leave. Yeah. That's... I knew that. They want you just yeah. in case they actually do message you yeah. for you to think it's a prank totally. so you don't leave for Tuesday night. 
<sighs> so much. I totally knew that already. You guys are right. It's, I'm glad we had this talk. Has anyone ever sent you uh, how to goalie videos on YouTube? Like text you a link to that? Yeah. All the time. And I'm like, I already watched it. Then they're going to have to bring in that backup, that one guy that started for Pee Wee to start Tuesday night if you leave for the NHL. I cut off all communication with him. I don't talk. Since he started <sighs> that game over me, we don't talk anymore. Wow. You're in such a young age. <laughs> yeah. Going back to pranks, I'm sorry. But, you know, you always see teams like, oh, we'd, we kind of do these sort of pranks to do some sort of team binding. Some view it kind of as a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Do you view it as a good thing? I mean, if it was not a prank on me, mm-hmm. yeah. But I feel like it's always a prank on me. So, you know, to your point, if if that gets the guys bonding, laughing at me, then if it helps our team, then I guess it's a good thing. I'm a team player, clearly, mm-hmm. based on yeah. what I just said. So. Yeah, the whole back-checking thing from earlier. No, yeah. anyway. The so you mentioned the the BAKLPA and just the BAKL in general. Do they and Tyler mentioned uh, team bonding? Do they pay for like a team bonding trip so you guys to go to like maybe like Vegas or Toronto or something? BHLPA. Yeah, anybody. They would, but they need money to do uh, that. So mm-hmm. hopefully, eventually. <sighs> Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'll probably that's probably next on their checklist after the All Star game that you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, if we're um, if they had the money to do it, I think they would. Yeah. If they so. get an All Star game, you can raise money from it. Exactly. I was like, people will pay so much money to go. Yeah, I would you and I are there. on the same page. It's such an obvious solution. Yeah, I agree. I would definitely be there if you had an All Star game. I I'd drive that. like eight hours, nine hours, no matter where it's at. Appreciate that. I mean, it's more like so when we a do, forty-five minute drive. I'll be looking for you. All right. Yeah, I'll be yeah. there. You have to let us know. Oh, I'm gonna let the whole world know. We just don't want the communication cut off. Like, just make like sure it's not on Twitter. <laughs> no, there's there's more to it than that. Oh, uh, yeah, you said politics. Yeah, politics just put a bad spin on everything. There's a lot of politics in Pee Wee hockey. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Not only the kids, or sorry, not only the parents, but the kids. You know. Yeah, just yeah. It's if I were started that game, things would probably be a lot different in my career. But we'd have one more friend, or one more backup goalie, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, probably be in the show, but whatever. I'm not bitter. So. Yeah, it was just like, you know how many scouts probably at that game they saw him instead? There's a couple. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, wow. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Did you make sure the, the coach knew, too, about that? Yes. Good. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, let's move on. It was just a really hard, Pee-wee's is tough, like, you know, uh, being 11, 12 years old, not getting to play, and being a backup is mm-hmm. not something... I You're starting off your career kind of rough. Yeah, it was, yeah. Used to higher shot speeds in Pee Wee. That's small stuff. I mean, how many times did they shoot on net? Like 20 times? Yeah. You know, yeah. but like it, all that adversity helped get me to where I am today, I think. Yeah. So I think it was a blessing in disguise. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. But now I am. Yeah. Very wise. Thank wow. You. you ever think about writing a book? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What would it be called? I don't know. The BHL life, maybe. But that's already in the YouTube. But it's not a book. Oh. Oh, a novelization of. Yeah. Okay. Coincide. Or. So it's like the movie before the book. Dude. How to become the best beer league goalie in the world. That's a pretty big. Maybe become a millionaire. Text them. Email them real quick. Say you want that name trademarked real quick. No one take that name. I'm Dibs. (laughs) (laughs) See, if you had a book, though, like. How you do your videos, like you have your editor edit it, and you don't really, you'd probably have someone else, you just tell someone what to write in a book, and they would just Writing's write it. hard. I, so yeah. you guys heard of like voice record apps? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just, 
do that and then just hand it to someone smart and have them write it. Have like an audio book. Yeah. And then I'll do the voice for the audio book. Of course. Your story. But um, but then I'd have to read. I'll have somebody else do that too. Yeah. You could do like a the sto- the uh the audio book first and have someone type out what you what you say. Then I don't even have to type at all. Yeah. That's yeah. more like a podcast. <laughs> Will you work for me? I can't pay you yet, but like I'm not gonna be able to type that. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. But yeah, probably a book or like a memoir mm-hmm. or a biography or yeah, I don't know. Something. I know you just said you don't want to talk about Pee Wee, but I got one more question for you. You ever have nightmares about that game? Yeah, like this? dude, and I'm probably going to tonight because you keep bringing it up. So <laughs> There's like no other Pee Wee games in his life. It's just that one. <laughs> what was there? Oh, you guys. I feel like I'm getting uh, bullied here. I feel like I'm in the locker room right now. Well, uh, one I'm of your just teammates just texted me, and he said we need to let off you because it's almost Tuesday. Yeah. I knew it was coming from somewhere. That yeah. makes so much sense. Who do you right. think it was? It was Raz, for sure. Oh. Dang, he's onto us. Yeah. I know my teammates. Mm-hmm. Does your emotional state ever mess with you Tuesday nights? If, like, your teammates are messing with you a little bit too much? Um, I like to say no, but once or twice it's happened before. But not lately. I've learned to control my emotions. Not get too high, not get too low. Yeah. So, have, have, and kind of bounce off that, have teammates basically thrown you off your game before... Yeah, you know, like, I remind him, I'm like, I'm your goalie. Like, what are you doing? Go do that to the other goalie, you know? Um, But I have also just kind of gotten numb to it. You get used to it, and then you learn how to block it out, and it just kind of becomes part of my pregame routine. You stretch, you tape your stick, you get chirped by your teammates, and then you go play. Yeah, if it doesn't happen, it kind of throws you off. Yeah. Because you're like, they might like me now. Yeah. No, they love me. Oh. They love me. Just because they, like chirp doesn't mean they don't you know I was, I was confused. just because they never show up to like team practices or mm-hmm. the all-star game or anything i try to plan unless it's alcohol there. yeah how do you say that yeah. yeah that's the ticket bringing beer and pizza that's how i get them. Mm, pizza yeah. where are we going there's a lot of good options in st louis mm-hmm. emo's pretty good oh no oh no it's <laughs> <laughs> all right so where are we going um shoot i don't know man i like all kinds of pizza except for emo no i like emos. (laughs) i like emos just fine it wouldn't it wouldn't have been the first one that came to mind but emos is just different it's just a different style it's Mm -hmm. good but uh you know you got deep dish you got new york style you got like like the wood fire ones that are Mm, all over the place now like those are awesome Mm -hmm. so i've never had a bad pizza i'll just say that i kind of took you as a, a casey's general store kind of pizza guy Casey's pizza is good. Yeah. It's very underrated. It's very. Yeah. You just took the words out of my mouth. I almost said, just like me, it's very underrated. Yep. Yeah. So jumping back to our interview here, I guess, because we're just kind of going off on a tangent. We talked about you had a movie out Correct. called The Hockey Journey. Mm-hmm. Hockey Journey. That's yep. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hockeyjourney.com. Uh, so how was it to make that, and you know, how long did that take, and kind of talk about the details of what it's like to make a movie? Um. So that took us two three years from start to finish from like planning shooting to actually getting it out there um the post-production part was the hardest part just the editing and getting it all together and then getting it out to the world was a lot more time consuming than we anticipated um but it was a lot of fun you know um i know like my editor worked really hard 
the two of the cameramen worked really hard. Like a lot of people worked really hard on this on this film, and so I just took you know like I just pretended like that was all my hard work, and then I just told the world like I did this, I did that, I did this, and just kind of explained like how hard I worked on the film. Um, when really it was more like collectively, um, I kind of like delegated, and like mm-hmm. while they worked hard, yeah. So like we all kind of like worked as a team. Um, so it was a lot of hard work, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, making a feature length film is not something I would recommend you even try. It's not easy to do. That's quite the. Uh, it's motivating. The te- yeah the the task to, I mean your your movie people are watching you, mm-hmm. and the movie itself is made by all. The other guys who worked really hard, you're kind of representing them in your movie. Totally. You're yeah. the face of the movie. You're the main character. Yeah. Or main goal. You starter. You're the starter. Did you hear that, Pavel Barber? I'm the main character. You're not. Uh, if you weren't there, there probably wouldn't be a movie. That's correct. I mean, who's on the cover of it? Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He already knew that. Barber's on it, but he's like real small. Yeah, he's kind of faded off. I made that. like, like a background the, character. The designer had us the same size, and I was like, uh uh-uh. I want to be this big and then make him like teeny tiny on my shoulder. Oh. Yeah. It's a pretty dope movie mm-hmm. cover. You should check it out. It's sweet. It's literally the best movie cover ever. I think I, somewhere I read a couple of years ago, like when you first, you know, put it out, they were going to try to get your uh, your name on a star in Hollywood. Is that? It's already happened. Oh, it's already happened? Yeah. Oh. I got a lot of photos on my phone, but I have one here I can show you. Really? It's actually on my Instagram, too. I'll, oh. I'll show it to you later. Okay, yeah. Or if you guys want, go dig and find it. But dig. I, I have a star already. Really? I mean, whenever you hang it up, you're probably going to get, well, not probably, you will get your number retired, right? I I kind of want to get my number retired while I'm still playing, because no one's ever done that before. History. Yep. It's another intimidation factor. You you face another guy facing you, they look up, it's like, this guy's already... 38. <laughs> it put has your, to be... Put yourself in that dude's headspace. Like, that's got to be... You have to hang the banner right behind the net, like, yeah. of oh. your side of the ice. Yeah. So they're coming down, they're looking up... Well, most people actually look down when they stick handle, but let's just say this guy's really good. He looks up and he sees, you know, you standing there, and then right above it is, you know, gate 38. Yeah. Have that's it on, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool photo. In addition to the pads, in addition to everything, that'd mm-hmm. be. Have it on both sides. Two banners. Yeah. You, yeah, because yeah. the second period. Yeah. Yeah. He's smart. There's never been two banners in the same building with the same number. Like, you know what I mean? Like the same person. So. Are we retiring it twice? Why not? Uh, While wow, before I even retire, I'm gonna be up to I'm the gonna BHL. send a I'm gonna send a Facebook message to the BHL commissioner. Are you a, the wheels turning here? Are you like a a builder in the BHL? Like, are you considered like someone behind the scenes, like within the organization? Um, outside of player, probably. So I think could... I'm more of like the face. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're trying to build the franchise around you. Yeah, what you're like, say, yeah, I'm the franchise goalie, and there's no denying it, which is why I have franchise goalie apparel on bhlpa.com and franchise goalie. We actually just got some new hats. And mm-hmm. We have franchise demon, franchise forward, too, if anyone's interested. But uh, everyone knows who the most important player is. Mm-hmm. Well, we have you here, not them. So. Exactly. Yeah. Going back to your movie, are you planning on any future projects like that? Yes. Um so the movie was shot primarily in Vancouver, partially St. Louis, and we are going to go to Toronto this winter and do some uh, location scouting. We're not going to film. 
Uh, well, we're not going to film for the movie, but we're going to film some YouTube videos with Paolo Barber and some other hockey guys up there. But, uh, yeah, I, I, the goal is to shoot in Toronto, which is like the hockey. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Toronto, but it is. If you like hockey, it's by far the best city in North America to go to. I feel it's like just there's hockey everywhere. Hall of Fame, everything. It's it's phenomenal. So um, hopefully that gets done and executed and we can uh, have that out. I think it would be, I think they said it would be like fall of 2023. Fall 2023, okay. Yeah. Mark that on your calendar. Oh, yeah. Toronto media would probably be all over you as soon as you got there, though. So. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to, like, steal Joseph Wool's job or anything because he's kind of their future goaltender there. So... I didn't reach out to them because I didn't want to sandbag uh, one of my own guys. So, uh, they don't know I'm coming. But you know, the second someone sees you at the airport, they're going to be like, you know. And all my gear. Too. Probably like in awe. Yeah. yeah. They'll know exactly who you are. Yeah. Because the helmet. It's Toronto. I mean. Start seeing know. panic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It'd be like a fire happening. Everyone's just running different directions. Maybe. I don't know. It's the hockey center. One of the hockey centers in the world. So, I mean, of course, they'll. They recognize you. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I don't want to sound, like, arrogant, but, like, I bet, like, 95% of people would recognize me there. Mm-hmm. That's which which kind of makes it funny, because the girl at the, you know, the grocery store that didn't know you, I mean, what does she do? Know. What is she doing? Yeah. yeah. What is she doing? Grocery shopping with her kid. Like, who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't? Can't you DoorDash groceries yeah, now? Yeah, like, Probably. What were you doing there? Yeah. Grocery shopping is one of the show off my new hyper lights. I was like, really, you know, when you get like a new hoodie or like something you're real pumped about, and you're like, I have to wear this. I have to wear Everywhere. this. Everywhere. I'm wearing yeah. it to bed. That's how I am with my gear. It just lasts for like weeks, not like mm-hmm. first wear, and then you're over it. Like, I I just got to wear them all. It's over almost like a phase instead of like a stage. Like, you just continuously keep going through it. Yeah. And yeah. then you get used to them. And it's it also helps the breaking in process, too. It yeah. helps breaking yeah. your gear. So I say that you kind of break it in, but not only on the ice, but in the public. Exactly, yeah. So, and then also, where can we, where can we see your movie? So if you go to hockeyjourney.com, you can see the trailer, get a little info about it, and then also see where you can download it. You can rent it or download it permanently and own it on iTunes, Vimeo, as well as Google Play. Okay, so iTunes, Vimeo, and Google Play for that permanent. Correct. Okay, yeah, and you can rent it there as well. Okay. Do we, by any chance, do you have any like number, like breakdown numbers of it? Like how many? You people have listened to it or stuff like that the movie yeah um i don't know off the top of my head to be honest um i don't know maybe like a million mm-hmm. how many people are in the world a million or, at least like three million oh. <laughs> <laughs> three or four million it's only one third of the population so it's so this is gonna help you out i'm not a big math guy but that sounds right yeah it's gotta work its way around kind of like his youtube like there's a little bit to get going and then as soon as people see him like they subscribe yeah like the whole other side of the world, they got to see the movie and then mm-hmm. they'll know about it. Yeah. Someone told me, like, you know, hey, this may not be popular now to people, but, you know, maybe in like 30 years, this will become something that, you know, people like to, you know, watch or whatever. And I was like, okay, dude, you know, I feel like people won't like it now, but I don't know. That's a very interesting point because, you know, you see some big major Hollywood movies or something. They release right away, like kind of in the states. But a movie like Europe, it takes a year or two to get to the states, and it's yeah. like a huge movie. It's like, well, why did it take so long? Yeah, it's so, kind of hit or miss. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think 
I don't know how many people are watching the movie, but probably, hopefully a lot. Hopefully a lot of hockey people. And, you know, to get serious, like, it, if you like hockey, you're going to like it. Um, it's The movie's not just about me and Barber. It's about, you know, the game, love of the game, and uh, all these hockey-passionate people and all the different things you can do and still be a part of hockey even though you don't play in the NHL. So it's, I don't know, I think if you're a fan, you're going to enjoy it. This is Fanville, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fanville's going to enjoy hockey journey for sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. Big time. So you yeah. mentioned that uh, some of the positive things coming out of the movie have. Uh, has anyone got in contact with you and said that you know they've maybe fallen in love with the game, or maybe they started actually playing the game because of uh, maybe some of your YouTube videos or uh, Instagram, your you know, small amount of Twitter followers, or the, uh, you yeah. know, the movie itself? Not on Twitter. Um, no, Twitter, okay. Nice so we're little gonna... subtle chirp there, I heard that. Um, but no, like, on Instagram um, and YouTube, yeah, a lot. Like, uh, and it's it's a lot of American kids, because Canadian kids are, like, they're born, and then, like, they're handed a hockey stick at the hospital. It's a little different here in the U.S., so, like, a lot of American kids have told me they got into hockey because of me, and they stumbled across my YouTube channel, and... I don't know uh, whether it's like cool pads or whatever the reasoning was, but that's to me, that's the best thing. When people ask me why I still do this, I'm like, well, obviously like to get scouted, obviously to like showcase skills and all kinds of stuff. But like at the end of the day, if I can help grow the game and even to get a few more kids playing, then it's worth every second. Like you said with Canada, you know, you're born into it basically. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an oversaturation. Like, Oh, what got you into hockey? It's like, well, I, basically everything yeah birthright birthplace yeah and you're you're kind of like an ambassador for where you're at like people look up to you it's what like, is uh what does ambassador mean as in like someone who just kind of represents oh yeah yeah I never i sorry i thought you said someone i know oh okay so like like you kind of represent hockey to a lot of people in this area like a larger area and it's like there's not so much of that huge hockey culture mm-hmm. not like canada yeah but you're the guy to look up to yeah, I like to think so. Um, ambassador is a cool word. Mm-hmm. Um, you have I, to save that one for later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm a hockey ambassador, just trying to grow the game. You guys. So would you like here recently? We've had a lot of uh, St. Louis uh, guys uh, go to the draft and then actually get selected. Do you think you have like how? What percentage is that like of you? <sighs> See, a lot of ageism comes into play there. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, oh, you're supposed to be 18 when you get drafted and not, you know, in your 30s. So I don't know if I'll get drafted um, being in my 30s. I think it'd probably be like a, you know, player tryout kind of deal. Every year for the draft, like, I get real pumped up. And, like, I actually went to the draft in Vancouver and shot some videos, and I really thought it was going to happen there. Um, But uh, I think that was my teammates just kind of pulling my leg a, Mm -hmm. a bit. They seem to do that a lot. Yeah, but it's like you can't chance it. Like even like I could tell it was Rad's voice. I still booked my ticket to Vancouver. Still went. You never know. He could be secretly in. Like how embarrassing would it have NHL? been if they called my name and I wasn't even there? Yeah, you know what I mean weird. to get drafted in the NHL. You don't even show and, up and not like be there. That would have been embarrassing. So I'd rather be there and not get drafted. So you you'd be disappointed then. Well, never mind. Next, let's just move Moving on. on. I think when I you went to Vancouver, did you like maybe like pass around some film, link the YouTube to maybe some of the GMs or the owners? I tried. 
um, I didn't have access to that. Like, I, I had a seat, like, where you sit, you know, like when you go to the game, you know. It was at Rogers Arena where the Canucks play. They just didn't have ice down. Um, I tried to give them, like, I had a disc. I had a zip drive. I had everything. So I tried to, and I sent DMs to, like, every single NHL team, every single AHL team's Instagram, and they don't always respond. I wonder why. They never respond, actually, so... Oh. That's not the best route um, to try to make it to the NHL going through Instagram, but I'm willing to try everything. No one, no one's ever done it though. Exactly, you could be so, the first. Exactly, just like the double banner retirement. Double banner. Yeah, yeah. You have to write that. Down. We had to. Want to take some pictures of that? Still well, at the draft, like the players were probably like trying to hold you back, like we don't want you to take our spot and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. They're all like 18. They're like so young. Like how good? How good can they be? You know what I mean? Like when Zegers got drafted, I'm like, how good could he be? You yeah. know. And I saw him at World Juniors, and he's actually really good. Mm-hmm. So my last question was, you know, like, have has your stuff ever gotten someone to play hockey? My next question is kind of going to go is going to go with that of like, what is your end goal of all this? Like, when will you be, I guess, happy with how it ends? Like, what is your road? Because like most NHLers, you know, want to go out their own way. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of want to go out? I I just want to be able to, you know, tell my parents, like, I made it to the show. So if it's, like, an emergency situation and I sit on the bench for, like, five minutes, then I can tell my grandchildren, like, I was an NHL goaltender. It's worth it every, you know. Like, yeah, getting kids to play and growing the game and, um, you know, that's all well and good. But I more care about where I end up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So hopefully I can end up in the show in some capacity. Um, and if not, I'm just going to keep grinding out in the BHL until I get my chance. Have you ever uh, attempted to be an emergency backup? I know they Every have, like, day. tryouts and stuff like that. Every day, yeah. I did uh, – the first ever tryout was down in Florida, and um, they ended up taking a couple other guys instead, mm. which is bizarre because I didn't even get scored on. Rob Tallis. <sighs> you had a video kidding, Rob, that. you're cool. Um, but, yeah, so that was a good video, and it didn't work out. So. Wasn't uh, Dave Portnoy out there? He was, mm. and uh, he tried out. Um, Did he get he, scored? Yeah, I don't think he made a save. Oh, he was. So they kind of put you and him in the same category, then I'd assume. No, I didn't give up a goal. Oh, there were like eighty goalies out there, so we all faced like six shots. I stopped all six. Portnoy was a little overconfident. Like, the dude's athletic. I'll give him that. But you can't just go out and play goalie for the first time and make an NHL team, you know? like. But imagine. I mean. I mean it, he, but he that wasn't his first time. He has all those videos of the street hockey. Looked like his first time. Looked Rough. like he's playing street hockey. My video guy was a big. This is a, That was at the beginning of Barstool. I had no clue who Portnoy was. He was literally right next to me, and I had no clue who he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and my video guy was like a huge Barstool fan. Obviously, now I know all about Barstool. By the time I had no clue, so like I was right next to him getting water. Like didn't even had no clue. Didn't even phase you. I was just focused on the task at hand, making the Florida Panthers. Should have made it. Mm-hmm. Watch the video. You guys will. You guys will all agree. Like I should have made it. So you said six saves again. Six out of six. A hundred. Yeah. Nah. Is that your lucky number? Six. No, thirty-eight is. My thirty-eight. Number. Why is that? secret oh. mm. 
Mm. A lot of people are like, oh, is it because of Pavel Dimitra in St. Louis? Is it because of Kelly Chase? I said, nope. I just want to wear 38 because it rhymes with my name. Right? It just looks good on the back of my jersey. Uh-huh. It fills out the back of the jersey nicely. Yeah, it does, it's like yeah. all like, not symmetrical, but like sort of. Mm-hmm. It's in because the 30, like, so it's a goalie number. Yeah. Because 88, which would fill the jersey completely, is already it's already taken by Vassy in the league. So if you make the Tampa Bay... And Patrick Kane. I didn't want the Kane-Kane getting confused. I didn't want oh. people to confuse me with Kane, yeah. Patrick Kane, who yeah. people call Kaner, which is like kind of annoying. But. Well, I thought you'd kind of go with uh, maybe the side of it of, like, I don't want to wear a number that an NHL guy wears. Because then if you get you know, if you get called up, you can't wear your number. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And 38 would very likely be available yeah that's why i picked 52 who's wearing 52 like 50 also or like 55 no, like two? five two oh. it fills up the back of the jersey yeah and it, they're backwards of each other like when you put them in like the hockey text ah yeah yeah they mirror each other yeah pretty smart so that is symmetrical yeah so me and you're on the same page yeah so it's just goalie stuff yeah i get you yeah so last question here and then we'll let you go Back to uh, Pilates, but uh, would hey, you like man. to? Don't well, knock it till you try it. I'm not. I'm. Sa- I'm trying to okay. get you there. Okay. Okay. Jesus. And so our last question: uh, Would you like to thank anybody that you know helped you to get you to where you are right now? Um. Yeah. There's a ton of people to thank. I don't know where to begin, but I'm gonna start with myself. I just want to thank myself for working really hard and um, ordering you know sick gear to look the part and just. Uh, I like to thank my teammates for, um, you know, the times they do back check. My parents, you know, I don't know if you guys played house hockey, but usually you practice at like five in the morning. So, you know, and that was the Pee Wee team that you didn't play the championship for. So, anyways, um, you know, I'd like to thank like coaches and um, I like to thank you guys for having me um, and you know allowing me to come here and talk about hockey journey and um, yeah. You know, thank the NHL and every single GM in the National Hockey League. I think you're an awesome dude. Um, or woman. Are there any women GMs? Not yet. Great but person. It, it's coming, though. It is coming. Uh, anyways, you're all great people. You know, give me a shot. And, um, you know, maybe I'll help sell some jerseys. I don't know. Or maybe some merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. You think Pillow Pillows will get into the NHL store? Oh. They should be. If they do and they're not my pillow pillows, I'll be very upset. Mm. But if they're my pillow pillows, I'll be very happy. So could you, you just imagine, gave me a really good idea. Could you imagine the smile on a kid's face when he opens up that box and it's just a pillow of pillows? A pillow of pillows. Go to BHLP.com and type in <laughs> pillows. Just type in pillows and you'll be like, this is amazing. I I'm not going to be disappointed. We have like we, hoodies and hats and stuff too, but like the pillows are. I mean, at. we could you know buy pillows, but we got our own yeah, thing going on here. Yeah, rep the Ville. Yeah. You guys got some pretty cool uh, yeah. Fanville hockey podcast stuff here. I dig it. I mean, I'd put that probably second and third behind pillow pillows though. Yeah, the pillow pillows I have are probably mm-hmm. if there were such a thing as like ranking pillows. Yeah, they'd be the best pillows in the world. Wow, we should maybe get on that. I'm so Is glad. Is that taken? I'm actually. What? Super glad you mentioned pillow pillows because I need new pillows for my yeah. head. So, dude, they're worth every penny. Mm-hmm. And just like, oh, anyways, like they're good on a couch, they're good on a bed, like on the f- wherever you need a pillow. Could you actually use them in yeah, like yeah. in a game? No, 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 no. Well, like street hockey, like basement maybe, but yeah, yeah, they're not like they're not like actual leg pads. They look like it. Oh. They're just pillows. 
We're good. I got I got someone here for you. Take a look at this. Whoa. So I guess handed him a nineteen like seventies vintage goalie gun. Spalding made in Canada. Look at the deep pocket on this. It's gonna be hard to windmill on this yeah. bad boy. Well dude. try to try to bend your wrist on that. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. This is just like a baseball. It's like a first baseman's <laughs> mitt with yeah. a little yeah, uh, well it looks like a catcher's mitt with a little extra yeah. they forgot to cut it off. Yeah. Dang. That's can you imagine like Windmilling? Can you imagine trying to stop Ovi's one T with mm. this thing? And your your arm it's would the opposite fall off. hand for you. Yeah, this would be my blocker hand. Yeah. But yeah, I used to when I played like street hockey goalie and stuff. Before I was a goalie, I had to play. They didn't have full right stuff. Mm-hmm. I had to order it. And this is gonna date me a bit, but the internet wasn't around when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So we, you didn't just order stuff online. Like that wasn't a thing. You had to like find it out of catalogs and stuff. So I started like this and hated it. And when I finally got gloves for me, mm-hmm. yeah. Are you actually left-handed? Like, yeah, do you yeah. right with your living? Yeah. I, do, I know yeah. some guys are just opposite just because it like, feels better. McKenna plays full right, but he's uh, he's actually right-handed. Um, like, plays baseball right-handed, mm-hmm. does a lot, like, writes right-handed, but he plays goalie full right. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually am left-handed. I do everything left-handed. Right, draw, uh, tweet. Mm-hmm. Tweet, yeah. Got to work on that. To the 5.6. What's that? To the 5.6. Wait, what? You're tweeting to the 5.6. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Took he thought it was second. a zip code. Yeah. <laughs> See, huh? So uh, I feel like we can't have you here without well, uh, asking you. I got two more questions, both NHL-related because, you know, you're on your way. Uh, one is who's your favorite NHL girl, goalie of all time? And then the second question is who's your favorite left-handed goalie of all time? Ooh. Okay. I'm going to answer that first because – I'm going to have to go with Grant Fuhr. Grant Fuhr? Oh, yeah. Definitely Fuhrzy. Um, uh, Racine was partners with him one season. Mm-hmm. I, from Bruce and from a lot of people, I've heard nothing but just great things about Fuhr. Just great windmills. A, windmills. Not just like as a goalie, but just as a person. Apparently, he's just like a really good dude. Apparently, he's really hard to score on in practice. And then he's a Hall of Famer, Stanley Cup champ. The guy's the man. He has, the, he has those banners we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a bunch of them in Edmonton. Unfortunately, no Stanley Cups here in St. Louis. But Keenan made him play ninety-eight percent of the games, which is literally the dumbest thing ever. And the Blues would have won the Cup that year if they would have managed their goalies properly. But hey, what do I know? Um, my favorite goalie of all time, mm-hmm. dude. So I'll just okay. So on my mask, I have two. I have a ton of favorite goalies from my childhood. Like I grew up watching. Berder, Wa, Poppin, Cujo, Osgood, like all those guys. Uh, Richter, um, Kirk McLean. I have Felix Potvin subtly painted on one side of my mask and Cujo on the other side because those are probably my two favorite goalies like when I was like that 11 to 14-ish mm-hmm. range, you know. Um, so one of those two, Cujo or Potvin. Okay, I I'll go thought, Cujo I guess, just because of St. Louis. I, I thought of one more as you were talking about that. What's your favorite setup in the NHL? Currently? Yeah, we'll, we'll say currently and we'll say all time too. Currently, I Merz Lickens is looking pretty Lickens. darn good. You're talking yeah. about which ones, like the Elvis. baby blue ones? I like those, but the, the red, white, and blue, the, the stars red, and yeah, stripes yeah. are really sharp. I really like that design. I like the uh, Soros yellow. Those are kind of sick. Sorry, they're all yellow? Yeah, the ones Those look good Saros, in Nashville. Yeah. Saros is a good goal. Um, and then 
Yeah, I don't know. There's so many. I could talk forever mm-hmm. about pads. I'll just I'll just stop. We'll there. say that for next time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you thanked us. We're gonna thank you for spending your time over here and you know, you you're probably gonna be late for Pilates now or whatever you're gonna do, like your nap, you said. We had to wake you up for that. Yeah, so, you know, I got a lot going on, but it's okay. Um, yeah. I'm happy to take out time on my super busy schedule uh, yeah. for you guys. So thanks for having me again. Mm-hmm. Appreciate yeah, no it. No problem. No, we we appreciate you coming over and you know spending you know an hour plus here with us and talking hockey with us. All right. So we hope you enjoyed episode 38 of the Fanville Hockey Podcast. Make sure you guys don't forget about our Fanville store and our Discord on our in our Instagram bio. On behalf of Evan, Dakota, Kane, and myself. Uh, We're out of here. See you guys next Tuesday. Enjoy your week. You've been listening to the Fanville Hockey Podcast, your one-stop source for everything NHL. You can follow the show on Instagram at Fanville Podcast. If you'd like to rep the Ville, go to shopfanville.myspreadshop.com or hit the link in our Instagram bio.